0: so welcome back to the Est coffee hour we are really excited to have on zach king today he's got 66 million followers on tiktok
1: being the fifth most followed person on the entire platform
0: and he's got 12 million subscribers on youtube he's been on tv shows movies you've probably seen him online and he's about to reveal how much money he makes are you excited i am beyond excited are you yeah, i i am but did you subscribe
1: I subscribe so hard.
0: Hey everybody, I'm Zach King. Welcome back to the Ice Coffee Hour.
2: And guess what? This podcast has made up to this date seventy two thousand dollars. <laughs>
1: ooh, so ooh. wait it's not. I mean, <laughs> that's under guessing. Wow, you under guess. I under Yeah. A oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Let's let's re guess. Um. Then if it's an under guess, then probably two hundred and sixty five. Oh, wow! Really, now you really so really over guess Now <laughs> yeah. we're honing in. It's uh, great. Right right it's one eighty. Oh, one thirty. One twenty three. That's yeah, great. Yeah,
0: yeah. one hundred twenty three thousand dollars. Yeah. I
2: mean. You guys know this, but that's some people's whole year income. Yeah. no, And you've done it in about a year and a half, so that's pretty impressive.
1: Yes, we are very But I know for
2: you guys, it probably feels small. Not for me. No? (laughs) Not for me. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's for, for Am, Jack, I, are, am yeah, I allowed yeah. to ask this, but what's yeah. the
2: split on the chin? Like, Have we ever. Wow, we've, we've we, never we disclosed we this it?
1: publicly. You know, how about
2: the, That's going to be expo?
1: Should, <laughs> we, should we just start it off with a banger? Should, should we, we disclose that? I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, you're okay with it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with it. So, I've always wondered. I've never heard you talk about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Wow, this is the first time yeah, we've yeah, ever said it. And this is that. across the board between sponsors and ad revenue. Everything that the this j- channel generates and all the expenses yeah. are split with this number.
0: So I get 99% jackets, 2%. Yeah, wait 99 and then 2%
2: yeah, how does that isn't 98? (laughs) No, No, uh, No,
0: it
1: started out. I think I had like in the beginning what 15% I
0: think
1: it was 20. No, it was 15 and then we moved it up to 20 because you saw how much work I was doing with each episode providing the outline and everything and then when I dropped out of college I I, get my that was it. Yeah,
2: where's my outline? Oh your outline. Yeah, I don't think you did it. for Oh, uh,
1: yeah Yeah, we don't do that anymore I have to cut his mission back a little
2: bit. <laughs> so, so I got lazy. We, we had it at. Okay, so it started at 20? 15. 15. It started at
0: 15. Those first few episodes were just Jack and I talking. And Jack yeah. would come out with a list of questions to ask me. And it was just him and I for the first like two or three. Yep. Uh, Each episode is uh, yeah. probably taking me at that point like 12 to
1: 15. 14 hours okay just good, between a the planning yeah. which yeah. would be like
0: the pre-planning would be like three to four
1: hours just literally just s- researching like fun money quizzes and yeah. stuff like that topics we can discuss <laughs> oh, uh and then also like recording was an hour and a half or so and then editing it took me so yeah. long editing a time. podcast it was, was insane yeah so probably like 12 to 14 hours and he saw how much work i was putting in so yeah. he's like i'll bump you five percent so i was making an <laughs> extra like 70 bucks a month pretty
3: cool.
2: good so it's everything the channel brings in Whether it's a commission thing or AdSense. Yeah. At the time, it was really just AdSense,
0: and we had no expectation. This was just Jack being like, hey, if we spend an hour a week... All you got to do is just show up yep. and I'll set I'll take up the care camera of yeah. I was like, okay, for an hour a week, we'll do this, we'll get out a podcast. And then
1: it, and then it started growing a little bit. Uh-huh. And then when I dropped out of college, I requested a larger portion of the second channel, which I, I do a lot of work on that. Uh, and Graham, won, he didn't want to give me that larger portion. The so we second decided channel to, is
2: the Graham-Stefan show. Graham-Stefan show, show. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
1: So we decided to roll that into the iced coffee hour. So he's like, I'll give you a huge portion of the iced coffee hour <laughs> and a
0: smaller portion of the little second little channel. Little did I know. So, little did he know. So <laughs> back yeah. then, <laughs> the, the, the the This podcast was making nothing That's I mean, probably it, like 700 bucks a month Maybe that, but yeah. Jack was spending like 20 hours a week Just like, just through miscellaneous stuff yep. I was spending probably about 2 hours a week Between titles and thumbnails uh, It was taking a long time So yep. that was uh, basically a part-time job For both of us And uh, yeah, so I ended up giving Jack You want to say it? 45% Whoa!
2: Yeah it.
1: Yeah. whoa that's awesome yeah, Congrats. yeah i left out. That, thank you that's thank very you. that's generous now, and then as it, yeah, soon as he yeah, gave me 45 percent, the oh, channel gosh. exploded oh, it was dude. so yeah. it was and amazing. i gave 45 yeah. percent, thinking
0: oh you know it's and i calculated how much money i thought the podcast would make and i was like okay well this is compensating jack for his time yeah and then within like a few months after that we started just getting loaded on,
1: it up with sponsors yeah. <laughs> like sponsors it really took a so you're going
0: after the sponsors yourself
1: uh, I was back in the day, but now we have right. like a few agents. Oh, I was organizing all the sponsors yeah. I still do. Yeah, but well, Alex. Does yeah, even now,
2: when but. you have agents, you're still man- like checking all the bullet yeah, points. Absolutely. And you're reading the contracts and yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to be the, you know, I, agents we found over the years are awesome when they get to know your brand. You know, I'm rep by CAA and we and we do brand deals directly too mm-hmm. with, with brands. But it's that's not. You're still even if it's going through an agency or another agent, you're checking everything. Right. To right. Triple check because it's on you. Like if something else got in there, exactly. You have to say or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: It's important, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, back to, I mean, now I, I would probably have negotiated stronger. But, hey, uh, but, man, he's but he's you know He didn't game, even want to
1: continue doing the podcast
0: back in the day. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a point for me where I was so Where he so literally busy. wanted to quit. Yeah, yeah. There was, I was so busy, and this room was like, oh, I don't have time to do a podcast. I just, I can't do it. Yeah, I don't have the time. And Joe was like, no, we got to do it. And I was like, well, we had done like seven episodes so far. I didn't want to miss an episode. So it was just wanting to continue that because I didn't want to like do seven and stop. Nice.
2: So, yeah, I, I, I think it's super important that people have skin in the game. They're excited and they have ownership over it.
0: Yes, and it now you can just yeah. run it. I mean, yeah, you're exactly. basically
2: plugging and playing into this, right? At this point,
0: no. Titles you organize, at least, yeah
1: guess a lot, yeah. and then you do title thumbnail.
2: The yeah. guess makes sense because, like, I met you, uh, you know, in LA recently. Yep. It's like that happens, right? You just meet people exactly. And yeah. It's like it makes sense for you to kind of book it. It doesn't take too much time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's so awesome. those
0: for us are good networking opportunities because it's different when you're like DMing people back and forth and it's it's not the same as like getting to meet somebody in person. Totally, Especially someone if you've been watching them for like two, three years and you finally get to like interact with them in person. Yeah. It's so much fun. I'm so awkward about yeah. that though.
2: It's like you go to all VidCon or all these different events and you watch people for so long, and you kind of become a fanboy, or yeah. you know, of, of their channels. Yeah. And then you meet them, and I, I freeze up. I'm like, oh, really? Uh, a little bit, Wait, yeah. Who? Totally. Who? No. Say, say some names.
1: Say some names.
2: Everybody, like, no. any, anybody. I think... Me, I met Graham the other day um, at you... the the ping pong thing. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, uh, like I just forget. No. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Totally. Gosh. It's weird. No. It's weird meeting
0: YouTubers, like being wow. in this space. But like, who, who shocked you the most? Who shocked me the most? Because for you, it's like you were probably one of the biggest YouTubers I've yeah. ever met. Certainly. I mean, you're probably, the, probably the biggest
1: person we've had on the podcast
0: but i like watch yeah. youtube so it's everybody i watch i'm like when i right. meet them i'm like
2: a, a little bit thrown back you know yeah no, I, um, I feel that yeah i watch like a little bit in the you know fi- like what i listen to on my drive i have a long drive in la so i listen to a lot of finance stuff because mm-hmm. you guys actually make long form like this yeah you know podcast right. not everybody does that um so like i'll be starstruck to meet andre i'll be starstruck to meet no. uh, are you meeting them We've, see, we've DM'd, but you it just. You should meet him. It, while you you'd love him. to meet him. I will next time. I okay. will next time because I okay. want to spend time with you guys. But, okay, cool. Um, right like, answer. Like Andre and uh, and Kevin. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I listen to Kevin every day. Me too. At yeah. some point yeah. during <laughs> the day. <And> so. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like right down the street from me too. Yeah. But I feel like, one, I think he's super busy. Like I don't even want to DM him to say let's hang out. Oh, we, he'll we, do we it. We briefly DM. No, because I've seen he does he sleep. I don't know. No. Like
0: three hours a night. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. insane.
2: So I feel like it's taken away from family time or like some sort of. He, Here is what I picture: you're hanging out with Kevin. He's like, okay. "Dang, we hung out for an hour and a half. I could have made two YouTube videos. You know, I could have." He's not good. Good no, about you that. would he's not really believe
1: it. Yeah, yeah. We were playing He'll, poker over yeah. at Jeremy's house, and it was like it was like it was like midnight probably. And Graham's like, "All right, dude, I have to go home. Like, I gotta get yeah. some sleep. You know, got to work tomorrow." <sighs> Kevin's still there. He's already down three grand in poker, and then we keep playing. Two AM rolls by, and he's all, "All right." You guys going to the club? <laughs> 2 a.m. Yeah, 2 a.m. <laughs> and the next morning, he probably woke up at six yeah. and pumped out seven videos. went yep, live like, at six. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's ins- he's nuts. Yeah.
0: Kevin will find a way to make a video with you during the time that you hang out. Mm, yeah. It's either with you, he'll just monetize that conversation, yeah, right. or he'll be like, wait a second, I'll be right back. And he'll be outside for ten minutes, if recording a whole video. He'll upload it's it. it's nuts. You one take won't even notice in yeah. one yeah. take, and it's like a fully
2: scripted. His post production pipeline, I have no idea. I've seen, you know seen his tour of the. Mm-hmm. I think it's in, is he in a garage still? No, it's a room. And he house. actually yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, he upgraded to a room. He's always um, had. He's room. always had a room. Yeah. that's still impressive that he hasn't gone out to like a studio. No. Never. Um, it's so but, all one room in, in a house. His room, by the way, is smaller than this. That's amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, my my space is like it just, just doesn't translate to
0: a room <laughs> i wish it did that'd be awesome yeah we want to hear about what you're doing now because yeah, i have to you. say it's it's very impressive across all the platforms like you found a way to dominate like instagram TikTok, youtube your youtube shorts fine. by the way fine yeah.
2: yeah that was never the master plan though like i never wanted to go after right at this point when you look back doing this for 12 years start on youtube it's gone it's always added them slowly you know and then some don't stick around there's actually so many that don't stick around that you don't realize. like my my idea uh, is always to be on a platform first and see if there's anything interesting about it. Like with Vine, it was the six-second things, and I kind of wait. Now I try to get there a little before my friends are talking about the app. Um, but in Vine, I was like way behind. I remember that was even a thing. Like when mm-hmm. I got on nine months later and it blew up, for me, a lot of the other Viners were like, well, you're not an original Viner. And it's so funny how that, that – like nuanced conversation is gone for platforms now but back in the day it was like if you weren't on it within a year you weren't the og of that platform mm-hmm. um but it's been bouncing around platforms like youtube was my first love i started with tutorials so like uh, you, you guys don't have a monthly training or master class or any of that final you cut have, oh wait yeah. we have a monthly. do you guys thing. have a monthly mentorship yeah there's a coupon code yeah, down, down below, below. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, sure. so you have is it monthly yeah yeah, it is. yeah so like I was kind of doing those, but, like, making my own site for Final Cut Pro and teaching people. And that was my business. Like, YouTube was my business just with that monetization aspect. There was no AdSense when I started. Um, and then I think a year after I started my channel, there was they were rolling out secretly or privately the uh, invite to the partner program. Mm-hmm. Um, when you guys started YouTube, you could just sign up, right? Like, you mm-hmm. get the, yeah. the threshold. Yeah. Oh, thing. yeah, you're monetized yeah. basically immediately. Yeah, I think they monetize people who don't even ask anymore. It's just... You're rolled into something, right?
0: But you don't receive the money. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. They, now YouTube has the right to monetize any channel they want to, and, not to, and run and an ad. But they could, they have to tell you, right? And and I uh, know, I believe. Can you opt just out? by default? By default, I think by uploading huh. YouTube, you, I mean, yeah, you're giving so them the rights that just recently changed, right? Isn't that yeah, kind
3: of? yeah. A few months ago, so I have. Like a thousand seven hundred subscribers, uh-huh. and when my family watches my videos, they get ads, but I don't get any of that. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, Front. Jack, what are you doing on your phone, man? Dude, I'm just checking my Robinhood portfolio. I'm buying the Bitcoin dip. That's great and all, but why are you not using Front? It's the ultimate companion app to Robinhood, Weeble, Coinbase, and more. It basically shows you all your investments in one place. Wait, so you're saying if I download Front, I can see all of my investments with all of those different brokerages and exchanges in one place? Exactly. That's amazing. Not only that, Jack, but it actually gives you a unique front portfolio score. It basically sums up the health of your total portfolio within a single number. And the AI that gives you the front score actually takes into account diversification, asset performance, company financials, and much more. Plus, Front shows you the top stocks to increase your front score so you can build a stronger portfolio. And there's even a community feature where you can follow your friends' portfolios and see how you compare to them. Jack, I'm actually going to follow you on Front and every Every time I see your portfolios up, I'm going to ask you for lunch. Alex, you can't say that. I already said I would do that exact same thing to you.
1: So if you guys want free lunch... Just follow Alex on Front. His username is ApplePie. And anytime his portfolio is up, just Venmo request him like 10 bucks or something.
3: So go ahead and download Front with the link in the description down below to see how your portfolio stacks up today. That's right, guys. You
1: can see all of your investments all in one place on the easiest UI ever. So that's Front. Thanks, Front, for sponsoring this episode.
3: And
1: back back to the podcast. Kind
0: of makes sense that YouTube is is, smart. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, there's the right probably the I would
2: love to know the calculate how many videos are out there that typically wouldn't get monetized because they're not a
0: creator or hit the threshold. Right. It's probably I lot. have a feeling yeah. what it is the ad rates are getting so high on certain certain channels that they need to spread them out because mm-hmm. otherwise advertisers are going to get to a point where it just doesn't make sense. But yeah. if they have twice the channels now to advertise to, they're getting twice the exposure. Yeah. Yeah, I just jumped yeah. around platforms year like YouTube, I loved it, but then Vine
2: took off and it was like I was still running, like, one-man show. Mm-hmm. Had just hired my first producer to help me with the Vine stuff, but the bandwidth was, what, like, going to what Vine.
0: What year was this? Did you go to the, college? I went to college, yeah. You did. What 2008 did
2: you through 2013. Oh, the
0: recession, the Great Recession. That's yeah. when I would have gone to college, yeah. by the way, if I went. It was 2008.
2: Yeah, I went to college, yeah. and I paid through college with those training courses, so I started my channel, like, that freshman year of mm. college, and uh, it's because I didn't get into film school, so I needed, like, an outlet to do. I was still mm-hmm. doing music, but I really wanted to... Uh, Pursue film. I knew I like film was going to be my end all career. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of lucky to know that. But I was teaching the Final Cut Pro stuff at night. I was doing tutorials and live training. And that's how I was paying through school and selling DVD courses. And then eventually, um, right when Amazon launched their cloud service, I uploaded all my stuff, my courses, digitized them, and started selling them through PayPal. And uh, I think there was like a uh, not Venmo, but another like weird
3: pay- yeah, yeah. Sur- payment mm-hmm.
2: service. And, uh, I did that all the way to graduating college. Um, and then the first year out of college, I think it was when is when mine came out mm-hmm. and that really, I was already making these videos. They weren't like, if you look at my videos now, you'd say that they're, you know, I describe them as magic just cause it's simple. And that's what everyone's mm-hmm. like. Oh yes. I know what you're talking about. Um, like jump in a car and you kind of face through and now you're in that item. Yeah. So that was really a spin-off of like my VFX training that I had learned and, and taught myself in film school and vine because it was six seconds. It just forced me to like figure out how to like make those in a short story that had a beginning, middle and end and like had a good punchline was really visual. And that's like how that format that I'm known for now really was birthed. But I, I, I love the constraints of limitations. Like it's kind of crazy that on YouTube there used to be, a ton of limitations like it was for a while 15 minute videos and and it slowly grew and now mm-hmm. it's like what unli- unlimited yeah um, i think 24 hours yeah. isn't it yeah yeah but i i love the constraints still like it would be fun if youtube was like this month you can only post three minutes or whatever <laughs> you know yeah. you can't do that now they're too big yeah but you see every platform like slowly when instagram was the thing it was like 15 seconds and then they upped yeah. it to 60 and then 90 and then 120 um same with tiktok now i don't even know what their limit is now three minutes is it three minutes yep yeah. yeah. Yeah, nobody watches a three-minute... Well, I think People there's a t- sometimes. Yes. It, People yeah. do. Now, the three-minute
0: videos give you the option to skip around. Yeah. yeah. So that's their right. thing. Because sometimes I've seen... I hate these videos. There was one where it was like a, a river on mm-hmm. TikTok, and it was like a minute long. And it was just like, wait for it. And then after 10 seconds, you're, you're not going to believe this. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole thing <laughs> was it went to by, like a fish was jumping like, out? watch part two. No. And like, and yeah, and I that's clicked the part worst. two. That's clicked But this video had like... 10 million views on it, so I figured like it's got to be good. No, and then it the just part had two high retention. was literally them like throwing a brick over the <laughs> oh side. Dude. That's and satisfying. It, but but it wasn't. that It was just a brick. I mean, it was like what you would expect. <laughs> you could also chop of, that
2: into 10 seconds.
0: Yeah, you're like, yeah. dude, yeah. you were you yeah. knew your retention tricks, right? That's funny. So at least the three minute videos, they don't hold you to that for three minutes. You could skip and be like, right, All right well this sucks. Yeah.
1: So you're saying yeah. that the time constraint on Vine being six seconds kind of taught you how to condense like very exciting content into like short form. I love
2: time constraints I absolutely love them. it's like one of the you know I think when people think creativity they think oh well, like well I want endless I want no rules I want no boundaries I want mm. to have like endless space to do my art but uh, people um, especially young creators I always tell them like when you're making something go on the weekend and your goal is to make a 30 second thing or a 10 second thing and then go whether you want to publish it or not that's on you but that's the iteration you need Is like Ideally start shorter and then you can add up the time.
1: That's fascinating. And now I think like to the other Viners that then made it to YouTube, like Logan Paul and Mm -hmm. Jake and like David Dobrik, they're all very like quickly cut. Yeah. Right. It's very condensed uh, content. Yeah. Maybe they learned it from Vine, but it's done them very well. Yeah.
2: I think because they know what holds attention and they know what makes a good story. And it's funny like being with um, when you're with Logan or, or David, when they're you'll go with them and then you'll they'll be at events and not show it. Like, they'll be at these awesome events and not show a piece of it. Like, hmm. be at a premiere. I remember be a pre- premiere with uh, David and went back in the vlog the next day and was like, oh, I wonder what how much of that he used. And none. And it's because, uh, to me, I was like, that was pretty entertaining, right? Like, yeah. you could use a piece of that. Nothing. It's like, you got to cut it. And I think, yeah. like, great editors know when to cut stuff out, too. Like, it's like, you know, they call it killing your baby. Um, in editing in Hollywood, like, mm. a lot of directors get attached to – the certain shot they got. They spent right. they remember being on set all day getting that really cool dolly shot and they want to use it, but if it's not adding to the story or taking away from a moment, you gotta be okay yeah. to cut it.
0: Wasn't it David Dobrik or someone was talking about him being at like a Tesla event and like there's something big yeah. that happened and he didn't use any of it. Just like you said. Yeah, I could totally And they're like that. that was like the the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it didn't even make his video huh. of that week. Yeah. Which I mean is, that's yeah. that's
2: a lot of YouTubers, you know, that right. know really to trim the fat. Mm-hmm. And uh I think Mr. Beast Jimmy's great at that. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. You see them shoot and half over half doesn't make it in. it's it 95%, you know?
0: I would yeah. imagine, of that. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. probably using like a sliver of the day. Right.
1: I've heard that like Mr. Beast, his, his like total gigabytes that each video occupies is like several terabytes. I believe it. Like oh, per video. Said, yeah. And yeah. they cut it down to like, you know, 13. Especially the videos where that. they have like a hundred
2: GoPros, you know, yeah. on yeah. individual yeah. people. And I don't yeah. know. I asked them, that was the first question I asked them. Like who is going through that? And he was like, oh, yeah, our, do we have editors? But like, he was like, usually it's two editors a video. I'm like,
0: oh, two, my God.
2: two. But to me, that's, is that a lot to you? That's little
0: to me. No, that's very few. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, I would like, imagine like blown. 10. Yeah. But then again, communicating between 10, I feel like it would lose that feel. That's just as as like two yeah. people themselves doing it all would know every bit of it versus 10. So here's the trick I yeah. learned um, being on, I was on a
2: show called The Amazing Race with my wife a couple years ago. You were?
0: You were on that show? Yeah. Where you travel. I love you travel. That yeah, show. it's a
2: great show. I watched it as a kid growing up with my family. Wow. And so to, did I. On the to, to let people know who don't know the show, yeah. the Amazing Race, you go around the world, you're hunting for clues, and you, you know, go on these different legs of the race, and you're trying to get to the finish line of these multiple day legs. And what I learned is, you know, they're obviously capturing terabytes and terabytes of footage from multiple teams every single day but they have a producer go with you, a story producer. And the producer like is not affecting the game at all. They won't give you, they don't even know what's happening, mm-hmm. but they have just in their notes, a little app that has a timestamp. And they're just saying like, you know, Zach and Rachel fight at whatever uh, this time over this clue. That's an, and they're like rating these oh. story points. Wow. So the editors, you know, you're not, I mean, maybe that somebody will go through everything of course, yeah. but really the main, even assistant editors, we'll just skip through most of it. And it's same with Jimmy's videos or all these reality shows. Like, they don't need to go through everything as long as they've got the this, this story producers there just giving the timestamps. It's so much easier. You know, it cuts the good stuff. That's incredible. And so then all yeah. the story producers meet at night after you check into the hotel or whatever, that leg of the race, and they'll all just kind of compare notes. Like, was this team who had the most, you know, kind of drama? Let's like, that seems fun. like kind of and like, they're not changing it in the edit. That's what's yeah. amazing to me. I always wondered, because I was a fan of The Amazing Race, like, Are they like fake making up this drama and like editing it in a way that made it seem way worse than it was? Or is the order actually accurate in the edit? But it's like Mm -hmm. 100% true. Uh, And so that's why I had a lot of respect for that show. And I think Survivor is similar in that way. Mm. I think it's pretty fairly accurate to what actually happens. That's incredible.
1: But first, we have to thank our sponsor, Masterworks. Guys, the stock market has been going absolutely insane lately, and now inflation is at a 30-year high. I don't know about you, but I want to invest some cash into alternative assets to hedge against inflation.
3: You know, Jack, if you ever want to invest in my Buy Alex a Lunch Fund, I'm always taking new people. You know, Alex, with inflation soaring, you're going to need way more investors than just me to fuel your Uber Eats addiction. You're probably right on that one. But I do know of a new investment that actually is a good hedge for inflation, Thanks to our sponsor today, Masterworks. Masterworks Masterworks lets you access an asset class that outpaced the S&P 500 by 174% from 1995 to 2020. And it also has the lowest correlation to the stock market of any major asset class, according to a 2020 report by Citibank. And this might surprise you guys, but the asset I'm actually talking about is contemporary art. See, I've heard about people investing in art before, but don't you have to be a literal billionaire to do so? See, that might have been the case until now. Thanks to Masterworks, people like you and I can actually invest in some of these multi-million dollar paintings at a fraction of the cost. And here's how it works. Masterworks' team of analysts are constantly researching which artists' work provides the best risk-adjusted returns for you to invest in. This includes names like Warhol and Picasso. And this means investors can buy shares of the art just like you and I would buy shares of Apple and Tesla. In fact, last year, investors got a 32% return on a painting by Banksy. So if you guys want to add these electric assets to your portfolio, check out Masterworks.
1: All you need to do is click the link in the description to get started now. Thank you so much, Masterworks, for sponsoring this episode
3: and back, back to, to the, the podcast. podcast.
0: So through college, you paid for it with these with these programs. Which college did you go to? I went to a school called Biola University
2: out in uh, Fortin, La Murata, California. Okay. Yeah. And how much was it? Oh, uh expensive school really, or? yeah it was a private christian school wow. it was probably yeah. 30,000 a year so you know, 120,000
1: can you say wow. how much yeah. you were making then with this like uh the mentorship program that you had i
2: made just enough to cover school so making like 30 I was, grand a year
1: or 40 probably yeah
2: probably mm-hmm. and then adsense the taxes, kicked in yeah. i just recently looked too i was like how much were they making an adsense it was barely and you know i was definitely in the ramen days of of college mm. my thing was like chicken wings there was you guys know albertsons yeah yeah, yeah of of so they have albertsons out here um they had like a really good chicken wing lunch deal i ate every single day it was that and i would have pho for dinner for like seven dollars <laughs> and fifty cents <laughs> there you go and That's i was good. like 750 was splurging for me yeah yeah on pho. yeah so that was my my college meal and it was like everyday pho like everyday chicken wings
1: so you're probably and, making about 40 grand a year yeah how much of a falling following did you have at that time
2: um i <clears throat> at most on final K, uh two hundred thousand. Was like subscribers. Subscribers? that was your like youtube at the peak before i left vine and i remember like within 3 months of vine i would already passed it to like almost uh half a million on vine there was a point where the it actually back you know like platforms don't really grow your youtube that quickly anymore mm-hmm. but back in the day if you said like from your vine account if you had a couple million followers mm-hmm. you're like hey go follow me on youtube it would just wow. shoot up yeah and uh, i never took advantage of that i always was nervous about cross pollinating, and it's the game has totally changed on social media now. Now everybody wants to cross pollinate because it's kind of hard to get that diversion. Right, right. But back then, I never wanted to. I, I was actually really weary of collabs. I never wanted my following to be from you know
0: mm-hmm.
2: King Batch's audience. I didn't know like if they would stay with me or if they were just following for that one collab. Mm. So uh, I actually wish I took advantage of collabs earlier. Like it was something, I think it's a, it's a great, it's a huge strength. way to grow your channel. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a huge way. Um, but it's actually slowed down a lot. Like if I were to shout you guys out or you were to shout me out, it's just slow. Like yeah. it's not like I, back in the day, you see, you would be yeah. like if I shouted you out back in the day with the followers. Now what's have back now, in the day? 2013. Wait, 13, okay. Like maybe if what, I don't know, uh, what do we have now? Um, you might get like a million followers really? somewhere, you know, but it, that doesn't happen anymore. You, like it might be like, 10,000. Right. Yeah. Like, so it's, there's no
0: conversion. Right. So did you decide to pursue any sort of normal career after college or was that your cue? You are making 40 grand a year. You got a good following. I it, did.
2: Like- I, um, I had a great offer cause I was making 40 and then I think somewhere I was probably making 60,000, uh, on the training courses. And I thought like, okay, that's a great, I could make a living doing that. I could grow it slowly too. And I had all these ways to like do different courses and kind of spin off I was only focusing on one software and there's way more softwares coming out. Adobe Cloud was getting pretty popular at the time. Um, But I didn't, um, I got a job, I did a road trip with my buddies for YouTube video. We wanted to like make a video in different states and it was kind of like a content trip. Hmm. And so we spent like 40 days going around the country and in Washington DC, I stopped at Discovery Channel. We had a, a fan reach out and was like, hey, I work as a producer at Discovery Channel. You want to come hang out and get lunch at the cafeteria and so i went in there and it was my first time in like a corporate kind of film tv building and i met one of the higher up producers and they made us a job me and my buddy a job offer for over six figures and and it was super tempting like my channel is was looking at it like uh oh, one it's youtube i don't know i mean it's so easy to look back now and be like oh yeah youtube yeah, sure. was the obvious front runner and the good decision decision but I was really conflicted. Like I remember calling my parents on the drive back and it was the drive back was like 5,000 miles. So it was like slowly talking mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks as we were making our way back to LA. Like, should I do this interview in LA that I have to do for discovery? And so I, and I ended up doing the interview and it was such a, a, like a blessing in disguise interview. Cause me and my buddy go in, we had a great interview. But my last question for the guy, he was like, do you have any more questions for me? Like uh, for, he was like the head LA branch guy. And I was like, okay, would you, if you were me, would you take this job? And I had explained the YouTube thing because I was really conflicted. I was like, my YouTube channel has maybe, I think I had 200,000 followers at that time, but I wasn't making great money. It's like 1,200 a month on AdSense. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know if like I can actually get married and, and have kids with this. So he was like, I don't know. Like YouTube uh, is an interesting space. I think he had a lot of great insights. He was like, I don't know if I would take that yet. Mm-hmm and he's like what's the risk of you i don't know playing this out another year year and a half two years i was like oh there's there's no risk i'm like a meeting pho i can afford that that's it <laughs> yeah so that's all you need really yeah that's yeah. all i needed and so luckily that like decision i walked out of that meeting so peaceful i was like yeah i'm not gonna take this wow. me and my buddy looked at each other and he had and started a channel at that time too which is uh do you guys know aaron's animals i yeah. briefly yeah, introduced yeah, yeah. The you the effects, bro dude yeah yeah VFX, yeah, yeah. So he started his channel at that time too. So we both have kind of changed directions with our content or we do, you know, just he does animal stuff. I do, um, the magic stuff, but both of our channels are like kind of equally successful, Mm. um, just because we put the time in,
1: but that's amazing. And that's crazy to me too, because you had like 200,000 subscribers, but you're making $40,000 a year. It's like nowadays, if you have 200,000 subscribers, you're golden basically on YouTube. Well,
2: for some channels, you yeah, know, it depends. I think it really, yeah. depends. if you can pull it really views. depends, you guys are in the finance space. So <clears> I think you're, you're skewed, but, uh,
1: <laughs> if you have a good engaged audience with 200,000 views, yeah, we, I, I think in any niche, cause you could at least have sponsorships, affiliates, like there are other ways that you, you can just just market your an audience. Bu- yeah.
2: Business. I think the training course as- aspect is still yeah. highly interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do it anymore, but I'm jealous of the people that have an obvious like, oh yeah,
0: teach that. It that makes yeah. sense. Right. So you're building out this thing over the next year. At what point do you begin to realize that it's like a significant amount or, or at what point for you is it like, all right, I'm all in, like th- this was the right choice.
2: I mean, I was all in at that point. Yeah. Um, what I wasn't sure of is how to scale. I think the hardest part for creators and for me back then and uh, what I see now is it's hard to scale yourself because you're figuring out like what part of yourself you need to scale. Is it like your editing? Is it your writing? Is it your production time? Is it for me, a lot of it was like the set building took Mm -hmm. a lot of time and like trick engineering. And I enjoyed that part, but it was like, what, what part am I good at? And for the first one I had to let go was like the editing of the videos. Um, so I started training editors like, okay, here's my exact style. Like, here's how I make these cuts and here's how I, here's how I shoot them. And this is why I shoot them that way. Um, and it's not like anybody can't reverse engineer what we do, but it's just like a specific kind of angle of how we, Shoot it and edit it, um, but like I had to let that go. And you know, the thought I had in my back, of my head—I think so many creators have—is like, "Oh, I'm the only one that can do this. I'm the only one that's skilled enough to do this." Or I'm like, "I'm the only one to know when to cut because that's my style." I know he's looking at you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Interesting.
0: Why is it so hard to let go? Uh, because I'm worried that that's like, that's that's the personality of the channel. Is that at least for the main channel? Is that everything is done by me? Mm-hmm. So. Every word you hear from me is scripted by me. Yep. Every topic is picked by me. Yep. Um, I film everything myself. It's and I like the aspect, especially in finance, that it's just it's a guy in a room talking to a camera by himself. Yep. Doing all the work. And there's something I think that's really authentic about that. Yeah. That once you start outsourcing things and trying to streamline things, you just you lose that feel. Maybe.
2: Um, okay. Let's take Jim Cramer for example. I don't know if you like Jim Cramer or
0: not. People have mixed feelings about Jim Cramer. I'm just, Some say, I'm, people, uh, I'm just yeah.
2: saying because he's a general finance person that most people on your channel Dave know. Ramsey. Right? Dave Ramsey? Dave okay. Ramsey. Sure. We like Dave Ramsey. All Let's right. talk about Dave Ramsey. <laughs> what is Dave Ramsey's, like, why do people follow him? For his advice. For him. So, yes. like, nothing about the editing. No. Nothing about the production value. Like, all those things are standard. Correct. That's what I think. So, like...
1: Ah, uh,
0: that's where I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't like the cares but, but just, yeah, who edits yeah, but it. I, I do because I think uh, half the video, or honestly, I think of the video, I think twenty percent is knowledge, or twenty percent is just what the information is. The other eighty percent is entertainment. So throughout my script, I try to keep it entertaining. I try to, like, throw in jokes or make comparisons that people might think is funny. And the editing is very visual, so I like to throw in little jokes and Mm -hmm. things here and there that I feel are important to the viewer that I would want to see. Here's
2: what I think you'll be surprised to find. Uh. I don't know if you've ever reached out to fans, but I think um, we actually just put a job posting for fans. um, Because for many years, I was, like, against working with fans. I thought it was weird because, you know, when we had hired a few fans, like, they get really excited. They're overly (laughs) excited to be around you after while, like after six months it dies off they become you know just chill with you and yeah. but they know your brand and style they literally know like some of my team know my library better than i do they'll be like oh but we already did that remember like you did that in 2014 in this one video with uh, this person and i'll be like, oh yeah we did a ju- wow the jump cut i forgot about that and that's i'm, I'm here's my bet yeah. there's probably a dozen people watching your channel who are editors that if you said, hey, will you edit for me? They actually already are editing your style. One reason they might like your videos and they understand some of the humor. And so I think there's an editor. I know there's
0: multiple editors. I'll interject. I've been teaching Alex how to edit those videos. And so what I've been doing this last month is uh, I'll have Alex edit my video and I edit mine separately. And then we compare our videos the next day. Yeah and we'll go through them each side by side. And what I've noticed is that Alex is now starting to make the same jokes in the same places as me. Yeah. So I'm talking and th- about like that's great endless it, money printing. He's using the same thing that I'm it's doing. It's funny you're, you're doing, slowly, you're doing yeah. it that way. Yeah.
2: I did that briefly and I was like, why the heck am I editing this twice? I'm just gonna use my version. I know. Um, versus there's a point where you have to let, you actually well, just have to let Well, today's video
0: was one of the first ones that Alex did that nice. I posted. Alex, yeah. Round of applause for Alex. Let's see how it's Good doing. Good job, Alex. You, thank you. Appreciate it, guys. It did, yeah, I don't know why it didn't do well initially, but I'm hoping it's, uh, let's see if it's picked up. You can't up blame it right. on
2: Alex. You can't blame yeah, that on Alex. That's too bit. much pressure.
0: It's picking up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It's picking up. I think what,
2: yeah, your your money sauce is obviously your your personality, but your insights into topics that you pick. And how you talk about them. Yeah. So you should be involved in the writing process. I even would totally uh, gamble that you don't need to write the videos. So you could Ooh, just... I don't know. I, the yeah, same I thing can, with editors. Yeah. There's so many writers out there yeah. who are in... And I don't want to offend you, but yeah. better than all of us. Like, even when I look at my stuff, I'm like, there's writers that are better than me that have ideas. And so if they can work into your process where, like, what if you had a list of five people that they don't have to be in-house, they could be freelance, sure. that you're like, hey, guys... Make it a competition, kind of like you're doing with Alex. Um, whoever writes the best script will get the higher end fee or whatever. But mm. you say, "Hey, I want to talk about. I'm really interested in talking about this new NFT platform or whatever. Um, or maybe you're not. I, I don't know. Yeah, but like sure, whatever it is. Sure. Yeah. Boom. Um, and then here are my three main points I want to hit for sure. Uh, maybe you have a specific joke you know you want to make in it, and you have them write that, and then see what is in you know because there is some fleshing out in the middle of that the meat that you probably don't need to spend your time writing. Like looking up, you probably do a lot of research, right? Like I do, but part of and,
0: that is I have to really understand to be able to pick out the points that I think sure. are worth emphasizing. Yeah. So sometimes in my research, I'll think I know it all, mm-hmm. but then as I'm doing the research, I come across something different, and I'm like, "Wow, this is actually a better angle," and I'll reorient the video about something new.
2: Yeah. What if somebody brought you a script though that said like, you read it and you're like, "Oh man, I actually don't know. Is that true?" Like, hmm. and from there you you like they do the legwork. This big eighty percent push. Uh,
0: it's it's hard for me because what I've done has worked so yeah. well and yeah. it's still working. So I'm yeah. like, why try to mess with it right now? Yeah. Are That's all con- are you a control freak? Uh yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so. But I, I don't want to say it's a control freak. I think I, I'm very particular and I and I, I have a vision for something, and if it's not exactly that, I don't want it I don't want to do it. Yeah.
2: I, I didn't know about your yeah. guys' uh, partnership that you explained in the beginning, but that yeah. makes me excited for you because <laughs> I think it empowers him. Yeah. And Jack's to be stoked and take on a bulk of the work, and that's what you need to do—not necessarily on the main channel and not overnight—but leverage, dude. Mm-hmm. You got to leverage other people. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that's Alex. You got to listen to that. That's, that's Alex's goal right now for yeah. the end of the year. I want to train him perfectly for the main channel edits. So okay. that by January first, I want to th- be able to. Take okay, over. is it a thing for? Yeah. It's a
2: thing for YouTubers though. Like, okay, so what's what's Kevin's team like? He, it's is it's any, really it's just, pretty just, small, yeah. It, it's is it him? just him. It's him, but and he
0: has two assistants that will help him with anything. They do research for they, him. They, they will so do now research. they like they, they just like, started doing that, but that was like as of a month ago. What about what about Andre? That. Just him. It's just, just him. him. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got to leverage.
1: But how like, many videos him. is Andre posting per week? Twice a week. He's posting twice a week, and we're posting like I don't know ten times a week nine. across nine times a week Whoa. across like five channels. Yeah. So
2: what and what's your guys's production team? Is it Alex? Is it the three of you? Yeah, right here. This is the, per- <laughs> the we are in the room with the production yeah. team. The this three is this, is the entire, teams, this is Everything
0: baby. across five channels. Uh, wow, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So but that's what I like. It's like it's a small team. Yeah, we we just hang out. We're friends. Yeah. We don't, we don't just,
1: have to be friends with the new person we bring on. We don't have you, that? That's <laughs> like,
0: That's like,
2: usually that's the what. That's, it, that's usually you what happens. Yeah, I think it's really important that your business doesn't like. Okay, when we moved into our first studio, we went from house that was. 2200 maybe like 1900 square feet there was like 12 of us jammed in this thing super family vibes like we were all friends and then we moved into this warehouse that's fifteen thousand square feet our offices are like we had to we were racking up like the steps just to walk around to go meetings and talk to each other it felt super corporate for like the first six months in there because we were like how do we manage this in a weird like we like being in a house and in the neighborhood and but it what it did is like help streamline the operations then we realized like kind of separating each other and it wasn't just like a hey you're right here let (laughs) me ask you this question that i really should like maybe we should set a meeting for and like think about and talk about um versus like randomly kind Mm -hmm. of interjecting here and there and it's almost like the house version is uh, when i look back like it was fun but it's so much chaos and we were getting a lot done but it's like the the warehouse and the studio version allowed us to like figure out what the re- like really break apart what is the process that needed to happen for the videos maybe you guys are already good at that in this setting
0: I think we are. We each got we each got rooms. Alex just upgraded. This is now his office. He was working in the laundry room yeah. for the last uh, yeah, eight months, yeah. and now he's uh, moved. Hey, this <laughs> is a, this is an upgrade. This is a huge upgrade.
3: Yeah. yeah, we're all we're all introverted, so realistically, we don't go and bug each other. No, like yeah. if I want, hey, see, that works out. If yeah. I want to see Graham, um, I have to text him ahead of time. Like yeah, I'll yeah. never just barge into his office, and he does the same for me. That might yeah. be a,
2: that might be a good rule. I understand that. I'm an yeah. introvert too.
0: I
3: just can't imagine going into an office. That's
0: the thing. I love just being able to walk twenty feet and it's right there. If I need Alex, I knock on the door. I just love it because is, yeah.
2: you guys are going to take this clip someday. Yeah, and I'm like, on yours. You're side. like, remember when I said that we're never going to be in an office?
0: Because yeah, that's stresses it's, it's me kind, out. it's
2: though. kind I just, of, I mean, it's kind of inevitable, right? Yeah, like it's, it
1: stresses me. Why how are we going to continue inevitable? to
0: grow with the same team? Why is it inevitable though? I, I don't because get, we, like it, I mean me okay, it's, people it, and overhead and obligations. Then then, then I got to pay either rent or a mortgage on a place. More people to keep track of. I love that. Wouldn't that, you be excited to pay a mortgage on a place though? Because you'd be starting I'm to own. Sh- I just I don't want stress. Yeah, like I've been trying now to like have the least amount of stress as possible. Yeah. And that's a great goal. anymore. if that's your goal, it is. That, yeah. I mean, that's a sweet. I get that.
2: Yeah. I'm the same just, too. Like. Payroll and and team members and doing HR and all oh, gosh, that. gosh
0: I can't yeah, you know All I want to think about is what topic am I going to talk about that? That's the only thing that I want to think about
2: yeah, that's
0: it but you could you yeah. can
2: put like a great uh, relations person Between you like you don't have to be the person that you know is hiring or even talking to people and my my like I hate conflict And I really hate any time I have to like or back in the day when I was the one that had to say like hey Here's what you're doing wrong, or like the oh, the worst is uh yearly reviews, right? Like employee reviews, which mm-hmm. I was doing for a long time and now I don't do that because yeah. it emotionally like will take me out of that for two weeks from what I'm making, I'm, like only thinking about like oh, two weeks I have these meetings that I have to like tell people what they're doing yeah. wrong or build them up in these ways. Um I just love the collaboration in creating, and creating, that's what's fun.
0: So tell us about your
1: team. Yeah, how many people do you have working for you? Yeah, like what
2: what is involved in, in behind the scenes for your operation? So at the studio we have like twenty full time team oh, that do gosh. the. <laughs> you are already stressed. Yeah, I'm stressed out. All right, so <laughs> you can get continue. people to manage the, the yeah. team for you. Well, let's uh, see. Yeah, but so a lot of it is a production team, right? Um, but it's through the whole process. So the beginning is pre production team, which could be writers. Um, it's development. A lot of the trick development. So. Uh, there's a trick development team that'll say, Hey, you know what? In a couple of months, let's do, let's do an upside down room that can like, maybe it can turn, you guys figure out how to like, if it needs to turn or whatever, and I'll pitch the concept and they'll go off and like engineer how that could be done, both the building of it, the fabrication, but also like, what is the aesthetic visually of that trick? And they might input on that. And we'll just meet for a couple months on that. Um, and that's like the writing pre pro. pro. And then we have an art team with the production team. Um, but really it's like this arm of producers that kind of do everything from in that process. So there's seven producers that are like, well, every Monday go over all the concepts that we want to do. Anyone on the team, even if you're in, um, like our CFO joins the meeting for pitching an idea. It's like an hour and a half creative room. We put all, we put what's called the T sheet. So you literally draw a T. on one end. You put the uh, paragraph, like little two sentences about what the idea is. Maybe it's, we're at Graham's. A house, and we're going to do something with a bankroll coffee. I'm going to grab the beans and turn it into coffee. And then I draw a little image of that just so it can be visualized for people, just a a thumbnail, Mm. and then write the idea. It's called Graham's Bankroll Coffee Trick and we put them on the wall we'll have you know 50 ideas up there and then at the end everyone gets two little votes and just a little smiley face it's not like for a competition at all but it's just mark your favorite idea like which one would you want to watch which one would you if it was on your feed would you like or which one would you share with a friend because it's interesting and it's just a matter of taste and that actually gives us a really good gauge uh of like usually two or three concepts rise to the top and i love that because it's it's based on everybody's taste as a group. And generally, those aren't always the ones that get made, but uh, usually they're the ones that get workshopped, and then eventually there's kind of light bulb moments in there, and we, we make those ideas. So it's like a group writing process. Because um, a lot of people th- have come up to me, and they're like, how do you get these ideas? And it's not, you know, in the beginning it was me, uh, but now it's really just kind of my tone and some of my sentiment in there. And I love the visuals and, and obviously polishing along the way, but it's really these... The producers that take these concepts and make them come to life. And then, once you green light them on t- the next day on Tuesday, there's a green lighting process. So, mm. you have to have a mock up video. We have them quickly go out after a Monday meeting, they go out and shoot the video like on their phone or on a DSLR really rough mock mock-up they're really janky you can't if you guys watch them you wouldn't know mm-hmm. what's going on but we understand like the visual language that they're playing with but it shows us the framing it tells us if, if the joke is gonna if we're doing a kind of a humorous thing that's gonna play off or if just the trick visually will work and then from there we sign a budget and it's off to the races so they have two weeks to make that what's video what's the budget
0: what's a, what's a normal it, budget for it, it, like it that? totally
2: depends like some of our stuff obviously the brand stuff uh, we could spend six figures to make. Um, for our stuff, it, it it's all over. Like, a lot of it... So, if we're using a rotating room, which could cost six figures to build, uh, we've already got that, and we'll use that for multiple videos. Mm-hmm. Um, could you explain a rotating room? A rotating room? Yeah. Okay, so... A rotating room has been a concept since, like, uh, pretty early film days, actually. Like, Nickelodeon days. But, mm. obviously, people know... Um, inception the scene where the, the room is rotating and they're, they're or, or the rooms rotating is how they're doing it they're running on the walls and it looks like they're running on the ceiling so what you do is you have like a fixed circle yeah. cylinder and then you put a camera here and it's locked to that room so the, because the camera's moving with the room you can't notice the camera move and that's why oh. you know i'm able to walk on on the ceiling or on the side of the wall wow because gravity is actually changing for me that's
1: crazy
2: yeah so those are the fun stuff in the you know because of the studio space that we're able to build.
1: So you're saying it takes two weeks to make a video?
2: On average, yeah. For our, what we call like our personal content, which is our main slate, what you guys see as the, the videos that are unbranded, that's what and it
0: takes. And how long, because I've seen some of your TikToks of like 30 to 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of your shorts yeah. that could be like 10 seconds long. Yeah. Is that how long it takes you to make the 10 second video? Yeah, it's, a, it's usually a minimum two weeks now. no. Because so. the one I saw that I really liked was the tap dancing video. Yeah. Where you were tap yep. dancing with a mirror, mirror. And then it comes out and you watch how you did that that kind of stunt. Right. That was two weeks? Yeah. Two weeks.
2: And, that, and those are fun because <laughs> they're all on camera. Is that a lot of time? I can't tell if that's a lot yeah, of time. That
3: is so
0: because that's a lot of time. long. Because
2: that was a six second video. Oh, to me, two weeks is, is pretty <laughs> fast. Uh, early days, like I could knock them out, but they were really simple. Like the concepts now are way more complex um, from a production standpoint, so two weeks is a
0: short amount of time. We've gotten wow. that down. Like it used to be, it could have been six months. How do you, know? you? I'm curious how you make your money back on that because the one that I saw that I really liked too was the one you did with ZHC, mm-hmm. and you bought the the picture for a hundred dollars. Yep. And we should throw up uh, some B roll of this if we can. Yeah. And then you went into the picture to drive the car, and yeah. it was like the real thing was behind it. Right. How do you make? money on that because it was such a short clip it's like where do you monetize yeah we we don't make money on that we lose money on those
2: um that i mean they're really one i wouldn't do them unless i'm really excited about making them like as a filmmaker i love doing what i do so it's like i'm excited that i get to fund it but the our business is really leveraged on the branded side right so like these pieces are just growing the audience it's building the audience so that we could go out to a brand um do a production for them and then take that paycheck and put it back into the videos again and disperse them across wow. all the personal content. So
1: that's your so, main source of income is just brand deals.
2: Yeah. That's about 75% because AdSense for us is really low. Our CPM, we have a huge international audience too, which is awesome. But on the the backside of that is like the CPM kind of gets washed yeah. out a lot. So can you share any of those numbers? I mean, I know that show you, okay, I'll show you. Uh, I can't share it, but they're really bad. Okay. Can, um, can we
0: see it? We're not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna mention to- what totally. it is. You're just gonna get right, my reaction. We're just reaction. gonna get our live so, reaction. And we're guys. gonna we're gonna understand that this is before your own expenses. Um while you're sharing that, would you mind going over like what what your overhead is a month for running something like this? Oh, I can't I can't share that, but okay. it's expensive. Um
2: This is the revenue. Okay. <clears throat> You're going to be shocked because wow. you guys make a ton. Oh, wow. So, what
3: and, and can, these ones,
2: these, uh, don't let these skew you because those are, oh, like, yeah. those are... Uh, I know what it is, yeah. the YouTube. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay.
0: Wow. Can I see the uh, the views? What do you mean? go back, just the real-time? Yeah. So, most... Swipe over. All right. All right. Go to the top overview. Oh, wow. Now, okay, so this is... M- is this the just the shorts or this is every oh this is everything?
1: That's um
2: that wow. is the main
0: channel. The shorts
2: is a separate one, which I need to
1: show well, you saw it the other I, day. I, I caught a glimpse of it, yeah, yeah at the ping pong event. The, wow. So yeah, that's eight point seven million real time views. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the highest I've ever 8.7? well aside from the ping pong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most real time views I've ever seen. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Here
2: you go. Yeah. Wow. So it's not like we don't make really any money on AdSense. It's never Gosh. been a big business for us. Oh my So we have to do, you know, the branded projects, which are awesome because they empower us to, like, keep paying off. It's just a different model. And there are a lot of YouTubers, uh, especially in, like, the kids and family, that have to do it that way. Like, the CPM is just not great on some channels. That's why I was saying, you guys are skewed on finance. Right. You guys don't know how good you have it.
0: Apparently not. That CPM is money. See, it's it's interesting because all of our, like, all of our friends and like the people who we talk to, they're all in finance. Right, yeah. everybody. Yep. So we'll compare AdSense numbers with each other. Right, we're all about on the same par in terms of like you know per thousand views or yeah. whatever. So yeah, it's, that's it's why, it's why I hate Social Blade.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's like oh, yeah, it's for my, our yeah, channel, totally awesome.
0: Right, but you know what? Uh, another channel that we that we compared with was Carter Shirar. Yeah, his um, so CPM was really good, hmm. I would say. But he his is uh, just really clean, family friendly yeah. content. But his was like. Really decent. Actually, yeah, he's making a lot of money. Yeah. right. Yeah, I think there's some that it just does really well, and then uh, I'm not sure. I think the reason why is maybe your your content was a little bit shorter. Because I for it him, short. But he does these 10 to 20 minute long videos. But it's always been. Be- We've had the channel even when we weren't
2: uploading shorts. It was always uh we would do compilations or whatever, and they just never the CPM. I think it's demographics. It's magic. I think it's demographics. I mean, yeah, who's who's buying magic ads? Right. Exactly. <laughs> So right now, your main source of income would you would say
1: sponsorships? Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: seventy five percent of our business is through branded content.
1: And where's the other percentage going?
2: Um, probably ten percent AdSense or mm. less. Uh, probably way less. Mm. And then um, we also do a lot of productions. So stuff where I won't be in them. My team will produce them. Uh, I might direct them or or help executive produce, but. Um, we are doing just, you won't see me in those. So we'll, for example, if you watch an Amazon ad right now online you know, we, you might even watch it and be like, wait, that was like, was that magic or was that like a VFX trick? Oh. Um, so we, we did those pieces. Wow. Okay. So we'll do a lot of just commercial work that, you know, as a production company. Wow. It's, it's just
0: interesting to hear all of these. I just think of expenses because I think for us, it's like when we talk about our overhead, we don't really have an office space. Yeah. Everything is just like really what you see here in my office over there. There's, and I'm really, so jealous of that. Yeah, like I wish I like, could fit a rotating room. I would here. say, realistically, probably <laughs> 98% of what we make is probably just profit, <laughs> and then whatever we spend on top of that That's is incredible. Is discretionary. Yeah, yeah it's no. just do we need something? Can we improve something? Great. How can yeah. we improve it? It's just we don't need to do it, but see, I, you know. I enjoy the payroll. Payroll used
2: to stress me out. I was like, oh man, like. If uh, the business doesn't do well, like there's all these families right, that are depending right. on me. But one, I took away that stress knowing that, like, you know what? If a business fails, like people are okay. They can go find, they'll, it will work out for them. Um, especially the people I work with, they're really talented. They have other options if that happens. So that got rid of that fear. But the other one is the the payroll. Like, I love actually paying my friends or my team and like working with them and, and being able to collaborate. Like, I'm secretly. Like I, or I tell them all the time, mm-hmm. but like, I love that they're giving me their, a piece of their life, like a piece of their nine to five time mm-hmm. and sometimes beyond to collaborate on my stuff. So I'm, I'm really excited that I am able to finance that. Um, and I don't care if it comes from, you know, like I'm paying way more than I should. Like yeah. I could do this solo or, or not. So I couldn't, I could do this with four or five people maybe mm-hmm. and try to take more profits, but that would be kind of lame.
1: Can like, you say what? percentage of profit you take from the total gross revenue? Oh,
2: I paid myself a salary. So it's not based on any profit. It's just
0: a flat salary. Yeah.
2: Years ago with my CPA, we just set
0: a salary of what, Yeah. every every company does that though. You just with an S corp, I'm guessing it's salary and you Mm -hmm. take everything else is like a dividend or a distribution. I don't even even take distributions
2: just a set you know, salary. really, yeah, why so not ju-
0: take a distribution or is, is it because you for distribute? me,
2: I, I don't like, I feel like I'm slightly hurting the business if I were to do that. Like, I just want to use that money. Uh, I'm not as extreme as Jimmy where I'm like, everything has to go back <clears throat> into the content. Like I want to be able to slowly pull out some as a salary to save, but I am more on that extreme where it's like, I want to be able to fund these cool projects. Yeah. And part of it's been. Like, I don't need a lot of money for myself to live, for my family. We live um, very comfortable, but we don't need excessive amounts. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's uh, taking enough to invest and then taking enough to uh, save. I'm trying to uh, build, purchase a building in L.A. for the warehouse, um, for the studio space. And so over the years, it's just been saving for that project, saving for other film projects, longer-form right. stuff. Um, so that the dream is to put it back into, like, the longer-form stuff so that we want to do. the
0: question is, why stay in California? You're oh. talking about... To, Getting a building in Los Angeles, and I know it's, warning signs are going off in my head. I'm like, you want to run a business in Los Angeles? It's insane. What? It's insane. Why? Why? Why do you? It, I it knew just, you were going to say that. Yeah, it's um, it, that is probably the worst place I would say for anything film related. Terrible. terrible. And uh, I've heard stories from people in the film industry that are are leaving because of how restrictive it is for anything film related during COVID. Anything. A
2: lot of people flocked away from the city. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to know. How many crew or production people left? Um, for me, when I did that road trip on in YouTube or years ago, like we went to thirty states, mm-hmm. and I don't want to stereotype all the states, <laughs> um, but we we hit up most like the major cities in them, and and went to the suburban areas and the urban areas, and we just had I mean we saw a lot, and we stayed several days in each place, and we all. I went with two other good friends of mine, best friends. When we came back, we all said, like, oh man, Southern California is the best spot. Like, it is so prime geography wise, like weather wise, climate wise. Um, the fact that we can shoot every day, almost every day of the year, and it's like beautiful out, mm-hmm. but you're next to the ocean. Like, there's so, it's just like, I love Southern California as a climate. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, I, and now, and now there's like I've been there for 15 years. That's where my friends are. That's where the group is. Like, how was it moving here? Like, easy. You Best had a, decision but ever. you had your friends move out here, right? Like, a lot of people were here
0: like all, the, a lot of people were here already. So we didn't move here knowing nobody.
2: If we had, I 80% would say 80 yeah. of my friends moved somewhere, and it was a great tax incentive too. Sure, I would think about it, but. I don't know traveling like I already do a lot of traveling. I don't want to have to travel to
0: LA to go shoot. I mean like we shoot in LA all the time. Why that's, where, did, that's where everybody comes. Yeah, why I I was shocked that's because where all the like I was shocked now because I thought initially when uh, when I moved to West LA that And I was like, this is awesome because everyone was around like the same area. It was so easy. And I I remember thinking this is before even considering a move anywhere else. It's just like you can't really live anywhere else because there's an opportunity cost of leaving. And what Mm -hmm. is that going to be? Because everyone's like I ran into Colin and Samir on on Main Street in Santa Monica. And it was through just randomly running into them there that that like a friendship built from that. So yeah, I'm going to miss that. Uh, but little did I know more people are excited to come to Las Vegas. Mm. I was shocked. Yeah. Because there's something else to do here though. Like you have that for
2: the, that's that's pretty, and it's like a short flight, Mm -hmm. 45 minute flight. It's
0: easy. And I've, I've never like getting people to LA was difficult unless Mm -hmm. they already live there. Right. But I'm shocked. I'll tell people like, Hey, we're in Vegas. Be like, Oh yeah, I'll I'll do a trip there anytime. And it's just like, they'll make a weekend of it yeah, and they'll just come on the podcast. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I think it would be surprising, especially for filming. Just the amount of space you could get Mm -hmm. is incredible. The the tax savings are incredible. They're very business friendly. And I remember even setting up uh, an S corporation in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and have, I think it was like a 1% S corp tax that I had to pay on top of everything else on whatever was left over in the S corporation. It's like an extra 1% for what? And then I I hit, I got hit with a uh, Los Angeles city tax. That they just assumed I made money on an on an LLC that I opened up. I didn't do anything for four years with it, nothing, hmm. and because I forgot to file an exemption on that, it's my fault. But you're supposed to file an exemption every single year that it's inactive. Yeah, I just even forgot if there's about cash it. sitting in that, even just nothing. There was nothing. It was like a right. hundred bucks in the account, right. never used it. Um, I just forgot. But they sent me a tax bill for like seventeen grand. Oh, because for those four years, they're like, well, because you didn't do anything, we're assuming you're going to make two hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm like two hundred grand what? a year for what? But they taxed me based on that. It was a mess to try yeah. to unravel all of that. Huh? But that was Los Angeles, and I yeah. had to file that for every single LLC yeah. they opened up. Everything it was just horrible. Yep. So yeah, tax- I was I was surprised to get out and just. Now that I was out after a few months, I can't even think about going back. I, I don't mind going back for a weekend. Yeah. I find it really cool to like get out. Um, but no, I couldn't, I couldn't go back. It would
2: take a uh, Joe Rogan level deal for me to move.
0: That makes sense. Yeah.
2: But uh, I did look at some warehouse space in L- in Vegas, though, just online uh, when I was here. I was like, oh, I was like okay, cool. Graham's going to ask me about this. What, yep. what do we have here? Um. Yeah, your prices are definitely enticing. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's actually not. I was was surprised. Like, it's ex, it is expensive.
0: Yeah, because everyone from like, California is moving here. Yeah, warehouse space yeah. is like slightly cheaper here, but uh, yeah, I would say it's probably thirty percent cheaper. But I, I the
2: spaces yeah. I was looking at, the, like here's the thing. Yeah, warehouse and distribution space, which is kind of what I'm looking for, hasn't dropped a lot at sure. all. You know, like it's it's only going up because yeah. everybody needs that. So yeah it's uh it's yeah i'm okay i'm okay paying taxes to have what we have in la though like it's the vibes are great and, and, and not even la city like not all yeah. of la is awesome to me but just uh I, you, nowhere else can you be like five minutes from the beach also in the mountains mm-hmm. also near one of the biggest production cities in the world -hmm. Still, I know a lot of people left, but you know, when we do our shoots and productions, it's hard to know, right? Like, are they really coming there and I'm part of them because we're there, or would that be the same amount of work in Vegas? I don't know. I think you're right, though. Having Vegas, like the strip right there, and just Vegas being what it is and everyone knows it for Mm -hmm. sure, you're gonna probably entice it's like, oh, yeah, you could do that too and do Graham's thing. That makes sense. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's just easy. Yeah.
1: I think it would be fun to discuss why you're here today and how we met because. What happened what, yesterday? Was it two days
0: ago? Uh yes.
1: I have
2: a question ago. for you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, two days ago, I won $120,000 on a table tennis. <laughs> <laughs> a table tennis tournament. That's which crazy. is, uh, I looked up. I was asking some of the Olympians there. I was like, wait, how much is a regular like table tennis prize purse? Yeah, And they were like, maybe $60,000, 70000 oh, uh, no way. Mo- like the high-end ones. And I was like, no way. you're telling me this is like the most. Double. Of course, it'd be a YouTuber that maybe okay. you know. Um but okay what do I do with the 120,000? Not what do I do but so what what I wanted how do I invest yeah. it to grow it and then I want to go back with Eric and like do some sort of giveaway uh eventually or like figure out some I want one take time to figure out what to do. Mm. That's yeah. clever. Um but investment wise what to do, do with the money in the m- I'm curious, meantime where are you investing right now
0: like what's what's your portfolio kind of look like uh,
2: i'm like 70% real estate okay. 20% stocks 10% cash reserves waiting to
0: buy got no it. crypto uh well in in sorry my stocks yes there's crypto in there all right so of the 70% real estate how much of that is rental versus business versus primary uh almost all of it's rental oh good yeah. what about your primary do you own like that? Like my personal? Yeah.
2: Uh I have a mortgage on it, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And of the stocks is that index funds or It's uh 75 it's 70% stocks, 15% ETF, 15% crypto. I think I did the math on that wrong, but it's uh I know 15 on crypto is correct,
0: 15 on ETF is correct. So overall then if it's so it's I'm trying to calculate what's your crypto total in relation to everything else. Like what percentage? it oh, has got to be like 2%. Uh, yeah, 2%. Yeah. Not even. May, yeah. Maybe like one eight. I would, I would, I think it would be fun to put it in crypto. All crypto. That's what yeah. I'm leaning towards. I, yeah, because I think that if you have a long enough time horizon, let, let's say 15 to 20 years, I, I don't know if anything's going to happen in the short term. Uh-huh. And that, that's why I say like 10, 15 years, probably 10 years. Let's yeah. just say that. I, I think it's going to do well. But it's also small enough in relation to everything else where if it goes to zero, mm-hmm. it's not going to be the end of the world right. anyway. I don't know. To me, I'd, I'd probably do 60 Bitcoin, 60 Ethereum. Mm-hmm. It's just a one-time thing and Leave for, it. forget Set about it. it. Just forget about Stake it. Stake it somewhere. But didn't you say you
1: wanted to do something with Arak with the 120 grand? I do. Yeah, so I so that probably would, would not then yeah. put it in crypto. Like, I don't even know. But like, you could always hang on your time on that. I mean, the that, chance of always, it going to
2: zero, I mean, like, it's, I don't think you know, it's going to go to zero. I think zero, but, your worst but if you're case is probably. It and, but but, you but I also tw- think, yeah. I also don't think I would just do it all in one thing. Like, I think I would take
0: my time and do. It doesn't have to video. come from that. It could be, if you invest yeah, exactly. 120 I mean, yeah, you could pull like, an 120 from somewhere else. from So you're just something.
1: asking how he would invest 120 Yeah, but. Not necessarily the 120 grand he got yeah
0: so, I mean if you're doing it for the well, purpose mentally like,
2: yes that's where from where it's you know from in that moment but yeah it's we gonna be so let's just say you later. have
0: 120 yeah. grand to invest. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. Okay. and you can spend 120k <laughs> on something else giving it back not that you got a
1: windfall no
0: no no it's just having 120k I would got have it. fun with that
2: okay cri- go crypto sure. even it,
0: but it depends play on like say if you want to play it I think you have enough to fall back on where it doesn't matter and you could you could make a riskier allocation with it, with a small so what's the, are you in crypto yeah how much how much how much 20%? percent percent
1: uh nearly 10
2: okay so would you have recommendations for what which crypto
1: i have okay so i <laughs> like have, if someone drops you someone, drops, like, you, someone drops you 120 yeah. right now yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. what do you put it in
1: if i were to do cryptos i would probably do i would probably do 45% bitcoin 40 45% ethereum and then 10% just like maybe some like altcoins which altcoins I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't found them yet. Yeah. No, he no, he Elon out. balls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh maybe uh maybe uh Solana. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marty Solana. and some
2: Solana. I do yeah. I I'm excited about that
0: one. Yeah. Cardano. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Cardano mm-hmm. would be yeah, yeah, it would be interesting. Just some random stuff yeah. that could pop off. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't think you could go wrong with that. I and mean, maybe you could. Maybe we could look back at this, but I yeah, don't that, know. That's not financial I, advice, you guys. Right, but I don't think honestly, you can go wrong with yeah. it. <laughs> but, but, you'll definitely not lose money on that. But no, but it's interesting, at least for me with Bitcoin and Ethereum, the more research I do, the more excited I get about it. Yeah. And I, I've never had that with any other investment where like, usually the more you research, you reach a point where like, all right, I think I understand enough. I'm not exactly sure anything mm-hmm. can happen. But it's I see such a big potential. And what's really interesting to me is that uh, the more I see that millennials and Gen Z are choosing crypto over stocks and there's like this mental shift of like, oh, stocks are for boomers and old people and I'm not going to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's odd, what's odd is that a lot of millennials feel like the stock market is, is more corrupt and more manipulated than cryptocurrency yeah, is. Right. Even though I think right now cryptocurrency is way easy, uh, way more easily ma- manipulated oh, like, I, by like probably I, tenfold.
2: I don't know what your guys view on this, but like I feel like YouTubers are moving some of these coins. They can't. Oh, like, certainly certainly they can just the pump and dump stuff
0: like, it, de- it depends on the cryptocurrency the market cap the context and if they are actually behind it hmm. um so i i think if anything probably twitter has just as large of an impact because yeah. it seems like a lot of this tends to start on twitter or usually what, what actually what, what what i've seen behind the scenes is that it seems to like the discord groups which then i'll talk about it and then it goes to twitter and it'll go from twitter to youtube yep. and then like then then the big mainstream outlets start to pick up on it like the CNBCs and the CNNs and the market watches and they'll do things on but I don't know but I think there's a new type of investing right now that's based on momentum, community and attention. And and it's you can't you can't value that. Yeah. Like GameStop was a perfect example of that where it's like the the community came together, all really liked the stock and it's still trading at like a, over $200 for yeah, GameStop. It's crazy. Doesn't make any sense. And a year and a half ago not even, was it a year, no, yeah, a year and a half ago, it was like $6 a share, not that much, I mean, not. I don't want to say not that much happened, but it's t- from $5, 200 Yeah, in a year and a half, but it's the community that's so strong behind it, and uh, Sam, I think, also plays with Tesla, is that it's such like this, um, this cult-like following for Elon Musk, is it worth any, I don't know, but the community and the momentum says it is. Yeah. And so how long could that continue and what what price do you value that on? So right. I think with a lot of these coins um I don't know long term who knows what's going to happen but with a dogecoin it's like it's a stupid coin. It, it's it's a literally I mean it's, not it's stupid. I okay. still hold, holding but my Doge. careful. Watch your mouth. Yeah, I should uh, I should educate myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a silly coin. I mean it's silly. It's silly. Nobody could buy into Dogecoin. and say it's not it's it's a silly All coin. Right. They started it off as a joke. But now it's got a market cap of $30 billion. I think it would be fun to discuss some of the content creation process
1: because f- for some reason you have some ability to just go viral on yeah. every single like form of social media ever. And I don't understand it That's because you've magic, also gone mainstream. Yeah. Uh, you were on uh, Ellen DeGeneres. And yeah. you were on, like you said, The Amazing Race. You've been in a movie. I saw that.
2: Zootopia is in my, my IMDb. I don't even know how to do my IMDb, but... Uh, Zootopia is listed you're
1: on Zootopia because
2: I have one voice cameo yeah yeah uh, which they gave me Gosh. Uh, when the first time you go in the police scene you can hear me saying like I, he bore his teeth first it wasn't me that's but um it? yeah you've done everything
0: well tv okay, shows too here, oh, here's here's, here's yeah. my thing
2: uh I go to a lot of different conferences and, and speak at them and also attend where uh youtubers they always try to break down which is fine the algorithm and figure out like what is the best seo you know year couple you remember a couple years ago it was like Really it was thumbnails, right? Like Mm. red circles, like figure out what the, you know, kind of the Jake Paul days, everyone's Mm. like, okay, thumbnails is the new thing. And then, um, but instead of reverse engineering the, the algorithm, which I think is important, the one metric today, I think creators should be watching is retention because, um, that will drive up the suggested viewers. But for me, it's always, I mean, I'm looking at from the long tail of like doing this for 12 years. I think it's about. The only thing is the stories and the content and the characters in your videos and, you know, building that relationship with your audience. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. I think YouTube's a really, really strong one. Like I would bank most if it was a, you know, well, it is a stock, but if it was a, a tradable platform, just if you had platforms, uh, I would put most of my money on YouTube being the front runner still for a long time because you can build a whole ancillary, you know, right, a bunch right, of businesses right. around it but that doesn't mean you don't need other ones to help build your brand. I think Instagram and TikTok, especially TikTok lately has been great. What I noticed is um, YouTube, you have a core audience, right? They just come back, they watch your videos, and if you keep making great stuff, they'll continue to come back and it'll kind of grow over time slowly. But I, you need the TikToks and the Instagrams, or you don't need them, but they're really helpful for branding and sometimes uh, mainstream. Like with TikTok, we found like more people come up to me now Versus like a lot of people still came up to me on YouTube, but way more come up based on TikTok. And you could just see in throughout the years, like when it was Vine people coming up or when it was Instagram blew up, you know, or when it was Snapchat, even you could see these waves. And you could tell because when people were taking selfies, you can see what what apps they're on and how they're doing it. And it was pretty obvious where they come from where they would just say like, oh, I saw this TikTok, you know, Mm. or they call you that. So my title has changed so many times over the last 12 years. You know, um, at one point it was like, you're a musically star.
3: Oh I know you from musically,
2: you know? Um, but like those platforms are all helpful for kind of breaking into the mainstream. It's weird though. Like I, well, I wonder when we're going to stop using the word mainstream. Cause YouTube is mainstream. I like, know, like right? why yeah. are we still calling it? I don't know. YouTube creators. That's, yeah. that's fine. But like eventually it's just like, Oh, I watch this person. Right. Right. You know, like I feel like I watch if you're talking about Dave Ramsey, like you yeah. watch him on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like He's right. a YouTuber. Uh, not in the traditional sense, but, It's like, we're all watching on the same place at this point.
0: That's interesting that you've paid attention to the, I don't want to say the back end, but like the metrics of the video itself. Because for us, it's always title thumbnail. That we could have the most amazing video in the world. And if we don't have the right title and thumbnail, nobody watches it. Yeah. And I've had it so many times where I've posted a video and it's been a 10 out of 10, which means it's like the worst video we've posted out of the last 10. Okay. And the video itself is awesome and all we do is change the title and the thumbnail to something a little more. When do you I'd do say,
2: that? In the first, first like, hour. Oh, if, and what if you don't do it in the first hour?
0: Uh, it has less of an effect. Okay. I've noticed at least in the first hour, YouTube is recommending the video enough to get immediate feedback on the video.
2: So, so when you post, are you just waiting, like kind of watching yeah. Oh, yeah. it and, and in the first hour you're ready to pivot or do you already have no, other thumbnails ready?
0: So, uh, so the way it works is that we post and usually I don't look at any of the metrics for the first 15 minutes. Okay. Sometimes it's like things could happen in the first five or 10. Yep. Uh, usually, though, after about 10 minutes, you could kind of tell, but 15 minutes in, we look at what the initial click-through rate was yep. of the title. So we could see on the on the analytics, if you get a big spike the first minute, past a certain like number, like for us, it's past 1,500. Hmm. Uh, anything above 1,500, we know the title's correct because okay. enough people clicked on uh, in the first minute. Yep. Then we see what is the momentum like those next 15 minutes? Is the graph going up? Is it going down? And how does that do to, in relation to every other video we've posted? Yeah. And at this point we have a backlog of probably two to 300 videos mentally in our minds that we could compare it to. And we're like, this is our usual. This is good. This is bad. Yep. These topics do good. And these topics do poorly. Sometimes we'll post a video and we will know it's going to be like a nine, yeah. which means it's not the worst, but it's pretty bad. And are those ones
2: ones like we have a lot in our library yeah. that randomly, sometimes years later, just blow up out of nowhere. Do you guys have that? No, in your, is not that really.
0: No, the videos that, that do well long-term are long-tail videos. So like, we'll say, how to invest in the stock market for beginners. Mm-hmm. I'm know 100%, I'll post that video, it'll do terribly. It'll be my worst performing video in the first like two months. But those videos get such consistent views that within about six months, it'll be one of the top-performing videos. Uh, So you can't do that all the time, but those videos are great as, like, uh, those are kind of like you're building out a spider web to collect, like, new subscribers and viewers, and that'll just consistently get, like, new flies in there. Yeah. Just made that up. But... Those videos are really well. Um, just those provide the foundation because they always get views. Yeah. So if you could get a hundred of those in the pipeline, every day each of those will make, you know, a few bucks. Yeah. So that's like, that's your foundation. And then everything else is, you know, just entertainment along See, the See, we, yeah,
2: we don't even, I don't even know what my title click through rate is because for us, like, I'm not trying to SEO. So we have, for example, a video that's incredibly, I think it's got 100 million views on our YouTube channel. It's called Furniture Illusions the most random topic of all things, right? Like not many people are looking up illusions in the first, I mean, there's a lot, but relative to other things. Um, And then furniture, like that's a pretty low search thing, but that randomly takes off, not, you know, the first week, not even the first two weeks, it was like months later. And a lot of our videos do that. It seems to be, it somehow goes into the algorithm at some point and it says like, oh, and this is where I think retention is really important. Um, It knows that it's getting a higher watch time and but it's weird that our videos are like could be months later yeah so for us the content creation isn't about like title or thumbnail it really is like the step above that which is what is this video is about
0: what like what's interesting about this yeah, yeah your topic. I think and, every channel has a slightly different algorithm it seems like maybe and mine is gonna be different than yours yeah because I've seen some other channels too uh it was interesting we were talking to the Strad man a while ago and each of his videos consistently will hit between one and 1.2 million views, Mm. no matter what he does. He could post a bad video, a million views. A great video, 1.2 million views. It's always within that range, no matter what he does. And it's interesting that, like, that's his baseline. Like, YouTube sets, that is his recommendations, regardless of how much his subscribers grow. Yeah. It's like, that's his his thing. And for us, we have a certain range that, like, almost no matter what video we post, as long as it's, you know, on par, it's gonna do, you know, a certain amount of views. What about on the ice? Is the ice coffee
2: hour different? Like, have you seen different Metrics, you guys do the same thing. Like, you look at it's the title. Very so.
0: similar. A few videos end up getting recommended. Uh, we had one with Jeanette McCurdy. that did really well. And at first, it, it, it was a good video at first, but I think it just, it hit her audience. Or it was the same time that, what was it? I, the iCarly thing came out. Yeah, we had mm. her on us. That yeah, was a, the reboot was coming yeah. out. Yeah, okay. so we had her on and posted what was by the... coincidence at the same time that yeah. her so iCarly you got a reboot. a bunch of search terms. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And then I think YouTube saw that that video was being searched people were watching it and sort of recommending to that audience yeah. so every now and then we we what hit happens
1: a it also happened yeah. with the king pokemon thing like i remember we we released you know king pokemon yep we released a, an episode with him and immediately it was like a 10 out of 10 or a nine was out of 10. so bad like really yeah. really and poor performer what? and then it was like i think it was about six days after yeah. he posted i remember i was at a spike ball tournament and all of a the sudden there was a huge bump in the views and graham texted me he's like dude look what's happening yeah. and
2: i looked what was it
1: uh like after like uh, what, what was it 10? a
2: news thing that no, happened no no it was just you, it oh, hit yeah. the audience huh, that yeah. likes
1: the pokemon content oh, like his fan base and everything and th- we didn't change title we didn't nope, change thumbnail literally and all of a sudden every single day it just got more and more and yeah. more views and then it was a 1 out of 10 by far yeah wow. yeah we have yeah.
0: certain videos where i feel like youtube is really YouTube wants the video to <laughs> succeed yeah. and I really believe that they're trying to find they're try, scrambling to A-B test different audiences yep. and if it could test and then this is successful and it test that success it finds like the right person for the video and then it's like if this person liked this video we're going to recommend it to other people who've it's also like, watched it. we this. got them yeah, exactly. lock, lock it in so like a good example too was uh, I did a video with Michael Reeves and I was yeah. so excited for this video and I thought for sure this would be like a knockout video it was a it's a 10 out of 10. By yeah. far. Hmm. I mean, it was half, it did half the views of the next worst performing video, half. Yeah. It was like, oh, crap, I guess this isn't gonna work anymore. Yep. And then, it, I think it was like three days later, same thing, is boom. And it, and it hit Michael Reeves' audience and sort of recommending to people who watch Michael Reeves. Yep. And so, so...
2: It's just—it's interesting think I how that, that works, video. That's the video where, uh, yeah, I watched that one. He talks about Simon Property. You're like, what are you invested? Yeah. He's like, Simon he Property. property Group." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look like, at it he, that, did well. Dude, it did. Yeah. Really. I, every time I see Tesla that stock, too? I think of him because it's of that. I'm like, it, I hope he's still in that. I thought it was Tesla too, wasn't it? Tesla. No, I, I no think It was, he was literally. Spent. He, said, he like, said it was like, only Simon yeah, Property. Yeah, yeah. was all he had. Kind of a random one to even know about. Yeah. Was he in it for the dividends or something?
1: I think didn't he say his friend told him or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he just went all in. Simon <laughs> so that's funny. it worked.
0: Yeah. They're doing well. I like Simon Property. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, have, I I got it because of that actually. <laughs> no.
1: So across all of your yeah. different like social media platforms, uh, do you is your goal to like redirect everything to YouTube? As you, it's have not di-
2: it's not an intentional goal, but yeah. I do like that because that's where we grow the real community, like mm-hmm. the people who really care about work and even it attracts more of a filmmaker uh, to the channel like mm-hmm. that's kind of my vibe and my mo so ideally that's where people go and it's just right. long for i really think sitting down with your favorite creator and spending six minutes in a video is way way more powerful than having you know 60 million people watch it for like 15 seconds even like it if it doesn't I don't know. They're swiping onto the next thing right. on most of their platforms.
1: Well, they don't even like individually select to watch your content on TikTok. It just gets recommended if they're just going through their feed, which is how everyone right. searches. But on YouTube, if you're going to click on like like someone's channel or a recommendation or something like that, you actually have to actively click on it. Yeah. So I feel like that also can establish a different relationship with the uh, with yeah. the viewer as well. But have you also noticed that there is there are different viewers on each platform? Like your fans are different on this platform, yes. or is it kind of
2: like cross No, it's interesting. Like they don't like a lot of people. I mean, makes sense because we are most our followers are on Instagram or TikTok mm-hmm. or um, other platforms. Not many people know we have a YouTube channel. Like they're usually mm-hmm. pretty shocked and like what? And I'm always like, wait, you seem like a pretty in-depth fan but you don't know we have a youtube channel it's just a lot of people are either i think this is depends on how you use social media like my wife is only on instagram she doesn't really watch many youtubers she kind of just know again like the people she follows do minutes of stories or like they could do eight minutes of stories a day right so she's kind of watching a version of it Mm -hmm. chopped up um so it's just it's different i think uh Based on how view, it's it's really weird to me though even in Vegas like meeting people on the strip they're like dude I am the biggest fan of your TikTok videos and I was like oh my did gosh, you watch our funny. YouTube videos and they're like
1: what oh you wow have a
2: YouTube channel like what's different there and that I think that's the thing though you have to if you have if you're drawing people to it it has to be really different so for us it's like we're still really only a year into redeveloping the youtube channel like at the, for many years it's just we we have like 10 or what 12 million subscribers on youtube yeah but most of them are because we ran them we didn't know we had a channel for a long time we were uploading the shorts uh not as short not youtube shorts but like the short little clips yeah and we we're just putting on i was just uploading them when i'd make a new one same as i'd put them on instagram and tiktok mm-hmm. and then we looked one day and we're like holy crap this channel's like actually growing we need to make long form content which is one reason i think the cpm isn't good because we've kind of just started figuring out in the last year and a half like we need to do longer form like if you do look at the library of from years ago it's all like 20 second videos and the watch time is just like it's been pulled down because i'm thinking about like maybe i need to go through and YouTube says it's not uh, worth doing or doesn't affect it, but I feel like it does. Like, I need
0: to go delete delete, delete those. No, no, no,
1: no, no,
2: no. no, 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 no. no, no, no. Don't Don't delete delete videos.
0: That's the worst thing. Why is that bad? Bad. Oh, my God. We heard
1: from Todd Bupro himself
0: that deleting videos is bad. Okay.
1: Who do we hear from? I heard it from Todd Bupro. Pro. I asked him uh, in Clubhouse back in the olden days uh, when we used to use that. And he said basically- old days, like a month ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, no, this is like six months ago. Oh, but The algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Todd Bupro, Pro, who's like the head of the algorithm at YouTube, you know. Okay. Uh, he said that once you delete a YouTube video, like YouTube collects- Does it mess up the web or something? Yeah, kind of. YouTube collects data based off of the viewer. It's not based off of the video. Mm. And basically, if you delete a video, YouTube will treat- each viewer that saw that video, as if they had never seen that video or interacted with that video. So, you or
2: your channel? So,
1: no, just just that video, which obviously is tied to your channel. Yeah. So, like, let's say, like, you have like ten viewers that went and watched this one video of yours, and they liked it or something. Then YouTube's going to be like, oh, these ten viewers, they're going to probably want to see other content similar to this, and they're going to recommend other of your videos to this to these people, right? right. But if you delete that one video, that's the ch- that is the vessel between like you and the viewer. So it's a pool, and it literally just. It basically yeah. treats it as it, as though they had never seen that video or they've never interacted with it So by deleting, channel.
2: let's say, I mean, I might have a lot. I have to look, but like it could be like two or 300 oh, short Oh, gosh, now you'll screw it. Just videos. leave it. Yeah.
0: No, leave it. We, really? I, we've tested this so many times in our channel that hmm. we never delete videos anymore. I remember this. So I ended up Do deleting. Unli- what, it, what about unlisting? No.
1: No, we literally go into the YouTube no, well, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll get to that. Oh, okay. so, right. so here's what happened oh, on my main channel. Tips. I was four months into doing YouTube videos and my channel started getting recommended. And I ended up taking down two of those videos because they were videos that I just like back when I was Were started, you embarrassed so, by them? No, I was. I swore. I oh, swore in okay. those videos, and yeah. I really tried to clean up some of the. I just made like stupid jokes yeah. in the video. Not not, not nothing inappropriate. Well. I would say it's like it's not going to cancel. It's not going to no, cancel. It was, no, it was yeah. inappropriate. Well, yeah, it's not cancelable. It's not cancelable. But it's people just people are now googling. leaving it's inappropriate toilet humor that a like a teenage boy w- would joke about. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you think of stuff just, like okay, so like, it's immature, like adult and, swim sort of humor that I was making in videos talking about how to make passive income. Yeah. That was it. I mean, it's innocent enough. But when I but when those videos I never thought anybody would watch the videos yep. and then when people watched the videos and I and I was still I was full-time as a real estate agent I didn't want those videos coming back and clients thinking I was not professional sure talking about like making these stupid jokes
2: oh so you were working at I mean you were a real estate agent at the time oh yeah right? I was
0: a full-time real yeah. estate agent like I wasn't making money from YouTube at like that was just a side for fun So you haven't hobby.
2: sworn on the channel since then no
0: so so, so basically so I took down those videos because I was like, I don't want clients to see this. I want a professional image still. So I'm going to take down those videos and not swear anymore. Yep. As soon as I took down those videos, there was like two of them. My channel just like 80% drop off. Huh? Like almost immediately. Really? And it took me months. It took me like eight months to build yeah, you back up. Swear, the, you just you swear it's from that. And it was from that. Wow. It was instantaneously. I took down those videos. Eight months to build back up that same momentum. Eight yeah. months. And then there was another time where I deleted a video, the same thing happened. Um, yeah, it was it was another it was another video. I think I just took it down. Um, same thing happened. Mm. The algorithm went down. It took a few months to get back. But the real test was on the second channel. We had a guy call in. Um, I guess we could talk about it. it has been long enough. We, I won't reveal anything. But we had a guy call in who owned a franchise, okay. and he was telling us all the details about this franchise and like how much he was making from the franchise, how you could own a franchise, like the inner workings, which was really interesting because it was this whole culture and nothing bad it was just it was like public information yeah kind yeah, of public. no it was he said it was public
1: information okay well it anyway was just the board that got upset. he
0: revealed too much information for him and the board saw the video which oh, i don't know no. how they saw the video it must have gotten recommended or someone sent it to him or something like that it was because a great could. video and it was one of our most successful videos on the second channel and he called and was like hey i'm really sorry i don't want to do this but like i'm it, this is going to impact my ability to open up another franchise wow. unless this video comes down. Mm. Like, all right, we're going to take the video down. So we took it down and instantly the whole channel. How many tanked. months did it? Yeah, the channel oh, it was tanked. probably like it was probably like four months. Wow. Yeah. OK, so I'm not deleting don't, anything. Don't do it. Yeah. So anything. what we do instead, what we found a good workaround. So we had another person call in on the second channel and uh, she said some things that she later regretted saying. And so she asked us. Trim them out. Uh yes, so basically, well,
1: the entire premise of the video was all centered around something that she did not want that she later regretted on the <laughs> Dude, internet. you
2: people just need to sign a paper that says like yes, I know that I'm yes, gonna say things I don't do regret.
0: Yeah,
1: but basically, right. what we did was we went to the YouTube editor uh-huh. and made the entire video just an intro yes yeah, so it's, so it's literally what's up you guys it's graham here and, and welcome then, back to the
0: second channel and then, with that said you guys thank you so much for watching everything really, Yeah. You so literally it's, chopped it's a, out yes
2: like every, what an hour and a half or yep, something in the middle no it was
1: no it was no, like it was, uh, it was probably yeah 15, oh, okay 20 minutes but uh. all it is is it's 30 Are seconds people now there's, watching that
0: like what no there's no there's, it. yeah so there's no thumbnail we changed the title thumbnail so it's unsearchable yeah and the, i think we know the title little, like, is outro.mov <laughs> or something yes. like that it's literally so <laughs> People will end- be like oh he accidentally but, uploaded this yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, that means all the data is retained in that video yeah oh, okay. oh and, then, and then we hid comments so yeah, people we, wouldn't be able to it's tell everything the is just, the comments revealed what the video is yeah. about yeah <laughs> so and
2: it worked and we didn't and suffer fine. any like yeah. you know there was also to how to is the youtube uh trimmer
0: Oh, is that, is it, that, it's terrible. challenging. It's, it's, terrible. Terrible. It's, it's very confusing. You can't, it like, down, you can't get it, it down works. to the frame, right? You're just no. There, like no. no, no do, yeah, but there was another video too. We did a, a house tour and uh, the lady was all fine with us using it. I'm not going to ask you to delete the video. And then apparently the person who was buying the house was a, a high, high profile person. They wanted the video down. Right. And she's like, you got to take the video down. I, said, re- I refused because this video took a long time to make and it was going to throw off the algorithm and the channel was on upswing. So I said, how about this? We'll keep the video up but I'll change the title and thumbnail to make it unsearchable. She's like, that's fine, as long as nobody could see it. I'm like, nobody's gonna find it. So I hid this video, basically. It doesn't mm-hmm. show up in search anymore. You have to scroll back, like, two years to find it. You're yeah. not, nobody's gonna find it. Yeah. But anyway, it's uh, very interesting. Okay,
1: those are the tricks. Yeah, so just, but it works. In short, don't delete any of the videos. Yeah,
0: Yeah, don't. If you, if you, if you, yeah but there's no point, if, unless, unless there's something on there that you don't want up there anymore, there's no point in changing title and stuff like that, unless you have to delete a video, in which case, just edit it out. Yeah. Hmm. that's a good tip to know Yeah, try that so we've learned everything just through trial and error yeah. seeing what works and we're just like anything with the algorithm we watch it everything yeah, yeah. so does it affect
2: it. your content though at the end of the day do you go back to the does it affect writing the next one
0: um, yes and no but I'm I'm vigilant on how user interaction is going to go throughout the video and I'm really cognizant of like are people going to continue watching so like every minute and a half there's a hook. Yeah. And I change the scenes on purpose. Because yeah. I notice if I'm just at a desk talking, it's boring. So every two minutes or so. What's your guys' yeah. retention? Do you know the number uh, 50 to 60 oh that's pretty that's yeah. really good so it's average view time is seven to eight minutes
1: this the family is like we can get up to
0: like 75 percent on this to family yeah. but
1: the second channel and the main channel is 50 to 60 yeah wow
0: it's high so yeah. for finance but that's because i liked I, I i'll so what i do is i'll script out the video and then i read it back to myself yep. and if there's any point where i'm reading where it doesn't make sense or hmm. i i lose my own focus i'll either cut it out or i'll put a hook in there yeah or a question. I think
2: that's important. As long yeah. as the, the going to the analytics and the data is yeah, changing yeah. positively oh, yeah. the content, then yeah. that's great.
0: Well, at the end of the day, it's just about keeping retention and entertainment at the same time. So if, yeah. if, if someone's not entertained, there's no point in watching my video. Yeah. So I would say, It's yeah. like
2: that mix. I mean, for you guys, it's probably entertainment, but it's also highly on value, right? Like yeah. if you're not providing value and you're just entertaining, like unless that's why we're going to watch the channel, then you're missing the mark. It has to be. So,
0: it has to be a mix of both. Yeah. But so
2: that's awesome.
1: So Zach King, if you could rank the least important to the most important form of social media to have a presence on, how would you rank it?
2: If you don't have a presence on YouTube, you won't be able to survive for the long tail of it. If that, if social media, you're trying to make that your career, mm-hmm. like being a content creator, you have to have YouTube. Um, but it doesn't mean the other ones are important. It, it just means I think if I were to rebuild a channel, I would do it from YouTube as a base and use the others to build it up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wouldn't have a TikTok channel alone. I wouldn't have an Instagram right. alone. Um, that just doesn't make sense anymore.
1: So they all need each other. But you would say YouTube is the most important. But then what would it go? Would it go like as most important YouTube and then TikTok, then Instagram, then oh, yeah. Yeah. Snapchat? So, like-
2: the order right now is, and it, it, again, it changes on the climate. Like it feels like. It was moving a lot faster. It's kind of slowed down. I feel like we're in a weird plateau of like no new platforms uh, in a mm-hmm. long time, no new innovation on social media. So yeah, YouTube is your base. Absolutely have to be on TikTok. I don't, are you on TikTok? Are you guys on TikTok? Yeah, uh,
1: we have ice coffee hour clips on TikTok. it's yeah, got like ninety thousand followers. I'm gonna you're post on my
0: TikTok today. Are
1: you really? Yeah. Did you? Did right you here.
0: S- Right here. I want to ask you a question for before TikTok. If oh, right I wanted we'll to film it.
3: a TikTok with Zach. Well, too late. Great, Jack. you could both. You I could both first. No, she no, no, no.
0: Jack can't do it. Okay, I called it first. Well,
3: wait, I wanted to film a TikTok. No, no.
0: All right,
1: fine. Alex gets a TikTok. Gosh. All right. So you got you got YouTube, then you got TikTok, and but it depends who
2: you are. Like I've seen, I follow a lot of podcasters, and it's like Twitter is some of their. That's the way I find out there's a new podcast. It really depends. Like a news journalists i'm gonna follow
0: them on twitter you know i'm not gonna follow them on uh instagram yeah so it, it really depends yeah. what you do i've seen the biggest engagement from instagram because for me like youtube is 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 good but then my instagram is the concentration of the people who really care about the youtube channel and myself will follow me on instagram yep so anytime i do it well i used to be the swipe ups but when i used to do the swipe ups I'd have such a high click-through rate that like it would eclipse YouTube by like 10 times. So it, it depends how you build it. Like yeah. me, I'm stuck at where I built my Instagram as a so I built every
2: platform as a solo thing. It didn't have mm. a purpose. So like you started as YouTube and you probably, I'm guessing, said, if you want to know more about me and you're really into yes. my stuff, go follow Instagram. Correct. So those Instagrammers, you're able just to always say swipe up or go see this yeah, or new video true. here. For me, I built it just on Instagram. And they came for the short stuff. And so now if I do anything else, they're like, dude, why am I? Why are you sending me to YouTube? Because <laughs> this is where I started following you and this is what I want to follow. Right, so it, if, if you don't, you, it's hard to pivot later on those platforms, like what you use it for.
0: What questions do you have for us? Let's okay, I want to know script. about your process.
2: Yeah, I want to sure. know about, I, when I hear your, uh, recently it was a, a you had uh, Jimmy's manager on mm-hmm. and a uh, super smart guy. You guys, it sounds like there's bandwidth issues. Like you're always like, I'm so busy. so so bur-. You're almost burning out. I don't know yep. if you're burning out. But I'm like, from my perspective, it seems like if you had a writer and if you had an editor. I know you have Alex. He's awesome.
0: Yeah. So Alex, my, my goal, January 1st, I want Alex to take over the videos in the, the main channel. So he would edit them. Yep. So, like, my goal in a perfect world is, like, after this, I'm going to be filming. Yep. I'm going to film that video. I'm going to be done, let's say, 8 p.m. I would love for him to edit at night. Yep. And then that way, the next morning, we could review the video together and have it done so I could plan out the next video. Alex? You ready for the night shift?
3: I've actually been working my regular job and the night shift for the past couple of weeks. Oh, well, you have another job?
0: No, this is his business. I mean... Okay. The night shift is in, like, I, editing I, the I, videos. Okay. So yeah.
3: How... How many
2: years have you been doing th- this? Five. Two? Five years. Yeah. Wow, you've been, at, what's your schedule? Like,
0: how many hours do you work a week? Uh, usually I try to take weekends, like half days. Yeah. But I would say Monday through Friday is definitely 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. usually. Yeah. Okay. That's- Monday through Friday. Saturday is usually a half day, so it could be, I like working morning, so I, I love going yeah. from like 7 a.m. to 12. Yeah. On a Saturday or 7 to 3 or whatever, and then Sunday would be maybe another half day or a full day off. So I would say within a week, I definitely get at least one full day off. Usually the weekends are both half You know days. what it is, Graham? You yeah. need to have a kid. No.
2: Once you have no, a kid. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. Don't even. No, uh,
2: once no, you have no, a kid, no, 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 no. Priorities just seem to change. Uh, and you realize uh-huh. like all the little things you do, half of them somebody
0: else can do. And it just forces you to, delegate. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to have to have a kid just to, just to change up my schedule. I love, listen, I love my schedule. I really value the freedom yeah. of being able to work this many hours. Yeah. So I'm, no. I'm really not in a rush to.
2: So to what would that. you, okay. Yeah. If you had more time, what would you do with it? Uh,
0: <laughs> It sounds great. <laughs> I'd work more. Yeah. You'd work more. But like, what, would, yeah. what would
2: the output look like? Is it like, um, your goal,
0: are you trying to like ramp up to like four or five videos. No, I don't really want to ramp up. I, I want to just continue. I don't know if, if I had more time, honestly, I'd probably go to the gym a little bit more. Yeah. Um,
1: you'd be happier.
0: I, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'd probably be a little bit happier. Okay. I would be a little less stressed out. Which is out. important to you. You mentioned I that earlier. Be, like, that will yeah. translate into the context. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 True. Um, I'd probably go to the gym more, uh, be a little happier and spend more time, uh, both with Macy and with the aquarium. Hmm. I love the, I love the aquarium. As yeah. you had seen right when you walked yeah, in, like, like that is my first thing <laughs> my and like, joy. I'd spend more time tinkering on that yeah. <laughs> tank. That's great. So it that's yeah. So but part of me would see that as like, ooh, this this means I could work more. <laughs> so, yeah. I yeah. could do a better job now.
2: Yeah. I would I would just ask what in your process is the, your least favorite part.
0: See, it's weird for me because I like editing for me. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a way therapeutic. Yeah. Cause I, I know I could look at the time and be like, I just zone out Yeah, and it becomes like this thing where I could do it yeah. with my eyes closed yep. and just the time stops. And I look down and be like, Oh, the video's done Yeah, or hours went by great. And I'm really happy with like the way it turned out. It's perfect. Yeah. I would say the hardest part for me is planning and thinking of a good topic because it's mm. hard to, cause once you commit to a topic, there's 10 hours right there yeah. between planning and filming. What's your involvement in the main channel? Nothing really. Oh, nothing. He
1: just runs by title thumbnails by me. Sometimes video ideas. Sometimes I watch the videos and give him my opinion on the editing yeah, and stuff like that. It.
2: Yeah, cool. Well, it sounds like one role that'd be interesting as a like a producer, like a and you could start it super low so it's not like they come in with that title mm-hmm. and f- you feel like you're having to listen to every suggestion they give, but. Maybe it's training another person to bounce those ideas off or, or ideas. Believe
0: them. it or not, we got, we got a, should we tell him what's a DGB? <laughs> should I mention? Oh God, he's like 15. I know. What's DGB? Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to include this. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know if we're going to include this. Uh, we have a subscriber. He's watching this right now. What's up? <laughs> Because because it's he's awkward, one it's of awkward the awkward most dedicated, about loyal, but fans. it's awkward to talk about. It. Okay, so yes. So DGB has commented first on every single one of my videos for yes. probably what a year and a half or two that years. Is, he gets
1: almost he usually. Almost,
0: tries to get first, like 90%, so. he's the first comment yes. across all the videos. And it got to a point where this was like what five months ago. He started to calculate the rankings of the video within the first five minutes of posting. And I'd post a video, and within five minutes, he'd be like, I could tell this is going to be a six. I could tell this is going to be a four. Yep. This video is not doing that well. It's probably the title, and we noticed month after month after month, he was correct. Yes. Before we and we were we had all the analytics. He didn't have access. to He was literally just going off the video itself. Yep. And so there was a point where he was right so many times, and uh, he said that like this video I could tell is a seven, and I said but wait a second but but the the views are lagging on your side, right? how could you tell? Because we see the real time, you're seeing what YouTube is showing you. He said, like, I don't even look at the views anymore. You could tell how well it's doing based on the like ratio of the video. Hmm. I was like, oh, what do you mean the like ratio? He's like, well, if you take your likes in the first five minutes and you multiply that by 10, that's how many views you're getting. And so based on the first five minutes, I created this this spreadsheet of all of your past videos yep. and I could rank now based on the likes of the video, how well it's doing. Yeah. I was blown away turns out he's 15 years old. At, at his age, he is more skilled yeah. than I would say that than I am at this, than Jack is at this or Alex or any of us yeah. with fewer pieces of data at his disposal. And he was so good at that and he and he watches all the videos, and all of our videos by the way between me, Jeremy, Kevin and Andre, like he knows everything yeah. and he has for years that I now trust him to pass by video topics and and titles and thumbnails by him first. Yeah. And he gives better title and thumbnail ideas than than right. I than yeah. I even have. Because he's so in it more than more than I am, which yeah. I didn't think was possible. I
2: really think it is, if you can find the right fit and it's a fan that wants to work with you, that will, that's like, they, they you know, employees, there usually is a time in their period of employment with you that they just need that fire and that passion, uh, excitement for what you do to <sighs> yeah. carry them through those like lulls of like, oh, I don't want to do this work or this
0: is the difficult part. Uh, and that's like when a fan is in that yeah. role, that's what carries that. Yeah. What's even what's even crazier is that uh, he noticed based on the subtleties that the editing was different that it was Alex. Mm. And and I went through Alex's videos to make it as close to mine as possible. He noticed like the little subtle changes in editing. Yeah. It was like is that yeah. Alex, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, it's very cool. Yeah, I would try to find ways <sighs> to outsource again, like you want to do it in a way like a producer is a great role for it if it can encompass maybe that title means for you. They do some of the writing. They do a lot of the research or topics, and they're well-versed in that. And then they help you just do the logistics of, like, maybe it's coordinating a guest, other things that might not seem like they take time but actually kind of do. Alex, we're going to
0: call you a producer now. How's that?
3: Uh, does
2: get that come with I get nervous of the night shift stuff, yeah. though. Why? We used to do it a good amount um because of the same reason hey we want to see this at in the morning and we would have u.s people do it but that doesn't last super long like there physically there's only like a certain amount of time like my mom's a nurse and she used to do a night shift for many years and it just literally can see it physically change your body over time so it's mm-hmm. let you're gonna at some point that person's probably gonna say no or just mentally not be able. well to. it would
0: be alex so alex what do you think of that
3: That's a great question. I mean, there was one day I came in here uh, just because the edit went longer than I expected. Uh, Graham and I reviewed and then I went home and I was like, Graham, I need to go get some sleep. Um, So I don't think that editing videos on the night shift is sustainable forever. Mm -hmm. However, I do think that it's necessary, especially with a quick turnaround time. So I think as long as it's not the the route that you go every night, but let's say, you know, 10 25 percent of the time that's what needs to happen long term I think that would be fair.
0: yeah it's it's tough because there there are some times where it's Tuesday night and I finish filming at 8 p.m and that video needs to post the next day at yeah. 3.30 without fail it has right. to post and we have to have enough time well, to I would just make it, it I, I
2: don't think the night shifting so I think the issue is that he has a day job plus he's doing a night shift. Well, oh. no, no, no. Well, this this would this would oh turn into this
0: would turn into yeah. just that. So he could, yeah, yeah. So he could sleep in till twelve if yeah. he wants to, as long as the video's done.
3: Yeah, this would be uh, after training. After training, yes. yeah. Yeah.
0: He's he's in the uh, the training phase right now. Yeah. The hazing. But the goal is that either
2: <laughs> you, ideally not you, but Alex, yeah. then trains two more people. To do it, that maybe not full-time, I don't want to scare you on payroll stuff, but they could be freelancers, they could be uh, maybe part-time, that you know you have X person from Monday to Wednesday if video gets shot during that time, it needs to be the night shift or whatever you want to do, and then another person for Wednesday through Friday or through the weekend or whenever mm-hmm. um, that you just book their time and you know, yeah, this is my schedule, because you know your schedule, right? When you're sometimes sho- no. When you're shooting, though. when I'm, By the time I'm filming, but sometimes that could be last minute. Okay, yeah. yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do all our shoots on a Wednesday and Friday, pretty much without fail. I um, know oh, yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. And so, but yeah. if there is a rhythm, why is it because it's new? It's. Yeah. yeah. I would say probably
0: 80, 75% of the content is on current events. Yeah. Where if I miss it by 24 hours, it's, it's irrelevant over. anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so hard. I can't compete with Meet Kevin. Mm-hmm. And there are some some videos that I know he'll get out of video within 30 minutes. He's faster than CNBC now. Right. Uh, because as soon as he sees something, he has better thoughts because he knows the market that he could explain everything. Yeah. 30 minutes. And usually after that, if Kevin does a better job than I would be able to do on a video, I won't even make it anymore. because I'm like, what's the point? Kevin just did a better job. If if I can not at least. It's the feeling where you get depressed. You're just like, why am I even doing this? Yeah, well, the thing (laughs) is, I know if if I can't at least keep up to that caliber or do better, I'm not going to do it if someone else has already done it. See, I actually disagree with that though. Really?
2: Yes, because your followers, I don't think it's like I follow a group of you but I think there's some people who definitely follow just you. There's definitely people who follow just Kevin. And it's also Styles. Like, you look at news anchors like there's some people i don't like listening to it could be a tone of a voice it could be the way they talk it could be the way they present their viewpoint like you still are adding your viewpoint to that thing so i don't know that's true i don't think it's like one person gets to cover it and they reach it to it some
0: yeah some of it though it really does become outdated after a day yeah uh and once everyone covers it people lose interest i mean that's a question is that worth doing all those is it oh yeah yeah. for those topics yes because usually those are the best performing videos Mm. for 24 to 48 hours and it keeps up that momentum so it's just another thing to throw another cog in the wheel you throw it in there it does exceptionally well it's not going to long tail at all but pe- that that keeps people coming back yeah why are you not doing shorts well because I, i'm wearing jeans right now <laughs> <laughs> you guys you don't, I, sh-
2: you don't like you don't like short no. form content or what, what is it about
0: like making um, it watching it, it it's it's for me it's the um it's a take like,
1: time out of your day, yes. and all you want to focus on is pumping out the next video on the main
0: channel. Yeah, right? the the main channel is my priority. If anything is taking away from the main channel, it's just not worth my mental okay. stress or just, I'm just thinking gonna, of another I'm gonna thing. I'm going to give
2: you a hypothetical. Um, you hired a producer. Uh, I'll let you you pick in your sure. mind your salary that you pay them, whatever. take Deduct that. You have this producer, and their job is just TikToks, uh, short-form content. For you, mm-hmm. and they run the t- your TikTok or whatever you're going to make a, maybe a Reels channel, uh, maybe it's and then Shorts separate channels. Uh, and if in in um if in two years that was able to generate a million dollar additional revenue opportunity for you, is that worth doing? Yeah. How do you come to a million dollars? Um, it would come in the form of eventually. I mean, right now there's like funds, right? Yeah, sure. So those aren't going to pay out. Or, but over time, I would imagine there, there's going to be a battle over creators and their content, and uh, so you have a little bit of either the funds grow. You also have monetization and ads figured out at that point, and I imagine if you're doing sponsorship deals, you would have other short form sponsorship deals you could do. Yeah. Um. So that's how I'd come to that valuation.
0: I don't know. Honestly, if it, if it takes away from the main channel stresses me out anymore. Like I feel like at this point I'm like, I, I like I could only retain so much in my head. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm at like 95% capacity. That's why
2: I'm saying producer who yeah. literally comes in. And it's like, it could be a little sharky, but it's like, Hey, this is my goals for these channels. This is my goals for your job. If you don't do it, sorry, you're out. Cause I have no capacity to either train you. They like, just hang around, yeah. follow me. You figure out the content. And because there are people who do that.
0: Um and are great. Yeah, at it. but it's but it's even committing an extra hour a day to filming something. Uh, maybe or, not yeah. though. It's like okay, that yeah, person would sure. sit in the corner of the room,
2: listen to our conversation. At the end of it, they would come up to you and and just or you and Jack and spitball like, "Hey, uh, I think we should grab this one TikTok with with Zach. Um, here's the idea. I think it'd be funny if like we're by the aquarium, whatever. And can we go shoot it? Fifteen minute shoot at the end of the interview, and then that's the one piece from the podcast they watch your edit a few minutes before it goes out or i don't know your process it it sounds like it gets edited overnight do you review it in the morning
0: with alex if, i do alex. usually
2: i'll edit the same day as post. by that point yeah. they've watched it and when you're right after you're reviewing with alex they grab you for 10 minutes because they understand the concept and they already knew from the day before and they've got a quick like they've written a 15 uh, second version in case uh, i don't have time as a viewer to listen to your video of that I want the quick snippet to almost kind of tease and see if I want to watch it. That would go on a short channel, but it Mm. actually, you know, has little value.
0: I would, I would consider it. I don't know. Like the person
2: I'm describing is like fairly high level or they've done this for another, you know, YouTuber probably, or somebody, um, as a content creator, or they want, usually that person wants to be one themselves, but doesn't like rather tap into your audience and just help you do it. Um, and they're a fan of you, that would be
0: yeah interesting. I would cons- I would consider it. but right now I feel like like really 90% of everything I do is the main channel. So like I feel like my time is probably better spent spending that extra hour doing something on the main channel.
2: Part of the million dollar yeah. exposure or that value I'm giving it in two years is also the accounting for the growth that your channel would get, um, the new eyeballs that would learn about you. Because mm-hmm. again, I'm thinking like this whole thing, even finance YouTube, uh, is so new and early days and you need to be captured like building that real estate basically you know it's like beachfront YouTube real estate for you guys right now that you're like building that exposure and that's the exposure part that's like even if they don't know your name it's like oh I've seen him like remember the guy that met you he's like oh I've seen your videos actually He, he didn't think he knew you Yeah, but like though, that's where like when you look at platforms I'm always measuring like oh shoot they're giving like within a swipe you can see all those shorts whether that's here to stay you know who knows but like that's what scareslash fascinates me you know and the reason i'm into shorts also i mean yeah be fair my content is rather short so it kind of works i
0: would i would consider it but i'm afraid of growing too quickly like even bringing on alex was like a huge thing for us like even even jack for me was was huge yeah and then bring on alex was another huge thing like mentally it's it's tough it's tough for me so like i would consider it yeah but it's a it's a big ordeal to bring someone else cuz then that's just another thing that e- even if they do their own thing it's just like that's taking my capacity to 97 now yep you know i
1: already have someone that is like they're not even receiving compensation yet for it but they are now clipping up uh, and posting all the ice coffee hour Uh, clips into TikToks. They have like reels or something ready. Uh he's clipping up Graham's main channel videos. And Graham's apprehensive to post it on his TikTok, but he's open to the idea. And this person's clipping up his main channel videos like into one uh you know the concepts into one you know short TikTok or whatever. We can post it on Graham's TikTok as well. So it wouldn't necessarily require any of Graham's time.
2: Yep. I think the clips are interesting. You can always unless you're shooting extra wide it's hard, like, viewers yeah. just know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah And there's yeah, something about, like, seeing a clip, you're like, ah, this is a. Yes, someone's repurposing. Yes. Like, that's why I think it really needs to be custom. And that's the stuff that does really well. I agree with like, you on it's that. It's yeah. just like they do it on their phone, they shoot it. They but edit is it better
1: right. than nothing?
0: I don't know. Really? I, I, See, I was kind of thinking it's better than nothing, but the ideal would be doing something new. Yeah, yeah. It, I would agree. It's
3: <clears throat>
2: maybe better than nothing, but it's. If you're going to go through that work, like you might as well shoot a few custom pieces. Like oh, we fine. see a difference. Like we don't do this anymore, but we don't <laughs> cut down. Like if we shoot a video for TikTok and also shoot it for YouTube, we shoot it twice. Like it's a ton of work, but we'll literally flip the camera and shoot it horizontal and then we'll wow. shoot one vertical because the, the framing matters. Like people can tell. That's um, true. The cut down is just always punched. Yeah, in I and, could always tell. And yeah. it doesn't look good.
0: That's really interesting.
1: Yeah, that actually wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't require that much more time if the person already pr- said, hey, this is what we need. This is the, these are the video bytes that I need yeah. from you or whatever. You could just flip a phone vertically and say That's it. true. So, That's really Like, if I were
2: man. you guys, I would literally pay somebody to sit here on an iPhone, or whatever, DSLR or iPhone, manually just film the interview vertical, and, like, they'd have to really be paying attention. But, like, when we were going over the the what's the, what's the opener of this going to be, the cold open? is it going to be the uh, ranking the
1: like what the do you platforms? mean are you, talk, are you talking about the, uh, the cold open for like a tiktok no or? for the ice coffee
2: yeah. oh for no gonna it's going to be Jack
0: and I doing an intro for yeah you. we're okay. going to
1: introduce you
2: oh well, oh you you don't throw like a little no like an impulsive thing yeah
1: no we oh, talked about doing wait, it wait why you should have you tried it uh we did it uh, a few episodes probably in like the 10th through 15th episode oh, should probably dude do try it. that again yeah, you think so? yeah, yeah i think that's
0: really really important uh, I don't. Remember. Hold on. We gotta have a fake argument for that. Can we do no? Here's here's what it is. What?
3: No fake argument. Yeah. No, exactly. I don't trust you. Yeah, Seth, yeah. King. Get out of here. No, no, I don't trust you. Those man. ones
2: don't work. Fake arguments don't. But if I showed you, like yeah. the reaction you guys had to seeing the shorts the other day, yeah. yeah. When I showed you, it's yeah. that. And you're like, no way. Like, and if we actually talked about that yeah. in depth, like that's your that's your opener. That's yeah, why we okay. always save it for you the know, podcast. So, I, I think you should maybe not this one, but the future one. But it, what I was saying with that person shooting vertical, yeah, like they would be able to pick apart after they've shot that and they're mm-hmm. going back and forth and you can tell it was like in the room. It was shot on a phone. It was vertical. You're kind of yeah. like, leaning in like, wait, what is, what are they talking mm-hmm. about? That's like, what's going to make me then if I see that and there has to be a value in there. Like I give the, either you or I give the guest that valuable little tidbit that they were kind of looking for, mm-hmm. but they know there's a podcast that has way more mm-hmm. Then I'm going go to go that podcast.
3: Got
1: to hire someone to stand right there. Mm. <laughs> it's the only solution.
0: Yeah, we'll figure. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't we'll know if we will, but we'll out. try. It I know it looks like. <laughs> chances are, I know there's somebody watching. Yeah, there's somebody watching. Who yeah, that's what to I think either. you put yeah. out. Hey, if you guys yeah. are
2: fans of Graham Stephan, he's hiring. <laughs> um, you have to be super good because he's really picky. But uh, he is hiring, and uh, Jack will and um, Alex will go through the applications where can they send you applications
1: uh Alex Nava at
2: go g- ahead Gmail you know had, what had, just okay. you know In
3: i'll fall- go through a few not saying we're gonna hire no, but- no, okay
2: here's here's the key to the hiring video because you're hiring a producer yeah we did this uh and we were blown away by the results we said there's no applications don't send your resume we don't want a list of things you've done make a, you have 60 seconds to tell us why we should hire you tell us about you on and- a video in a video format.
0: Oh, I like oh, that. All right, guys. All right, guys. Six, in so, 60 seconds, why should we hire you? Well, so we got to have a title that people can do. No, they would just be emailing it. Emailing? Yeah, yeah. email, oh, literally email.
1: email
2: yeah. And here's the test. Part of it is like, make that no. subject line the best title for your 60-second resume. That's a test. Literally, that's the, test. Literally, See, that's I the liked, title.
0: What we did when we hired Alex was we had people just title their video Graham Stephan Interview, and then we got to watch them all. And everyone else got to watch what people were saying you could do that too but then
1: other people prayed on yeah, our people that tried to get the job because yeah which is the smart yeah, yeah
0: it yeah, is really smart, smart but also
2: I, not everybody is comfortable like even putting their stuff online uh like, yeah a like few people interviews. wanted to leave it on lists, so. yeah so All right, I, I would, would just say take it privately and i mean we were blown away by like it was it was clear it was like the 20 front runners come to the front and
0: you're like wow all right. Okay. So info at alexnava.com. No, Alexander Nova. Oh, no. info at, Ale- we're going to put it up on
2: the screen. Listen here. up, everybody. Graham, yeah, right, Stefan, right. and team is hiring. If you want to submit a video, uh, an application, they're not taking applications. They don't care about your resumes so today. They, they want a 60 second video. Uh, shoot I my, my hint is shoot it vertically, too, because we're this is a social media business. Um, and then the subject of that email, write the catchiest title why they should click on that, because they're not going to even click on all of them.
1: Well, thanks well, for coming on, Zach. I really This has been it. a pleasure and an honor to have you on. Yeah, seriously. This crazy. Is I was so watching fun, you on yeah. Vine yeah. when I was, I don't even know, middle school maybe, yeah. which is insane now that, that I'm actually makes sitting feel across really old. from you. No, 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 But it's just, it's an honor. Thank you so much for yeah, coming on.
2: Yeah, of course. And uh, if you guys haven't picked up your bankroll coffee yet, go do so in the description. What did you think of it? The, be, be honest. Wait, was I, it, it, that was your beans?
0: Yes. Oh, really good. Yeah. That I think was did the, you was there creamer in here? It's really sweet. Yeah, yeah so no, I, I did. It. So I put uh, what is it, Cap, uh Captain, not Captain Crunch. I what usually cinnamon go, toast cinnamon crunch toast cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, you know oh, what? Yeah, I can taste yeah, the a cinnamon. Holiday. It's a I like
2: holiday. That. See, it's a holiday flavor. Oh, cool. Well, go so. pick up a go pick up a. Is it a? Is it come grounded or is it all both? Oh, okay, whole beans. Yeah, pick up
0: whole beans. Get a grinder. Nice. Whole beans. Wow, that's good. Well, thank you so much, man. I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. And uh, did you get your free stock down below in the description when you sign up for public? worth all the way up to a thousand dollars what's public when you use the code gram they so
1: stock trading brokerage social media profile pro platform where you can get <laughs> free stock. all right that's what it is oh, okay. can i
0: follow yes.
2: like yes. and see public trades yes, yes. oh that's a, yeah yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah that's
0: the advantage of that's the public advantage nice. is that you could uh, see your profile see exactly what i find so <laughs> thanks zach nice all right, all right. thanks guys <laughs> great thank you man